Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with fight for better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. And welcome to another Saturday. We're back on Saturday, baby. This is Rhapsody. Yep. And I am Will Washington. Back with you again. Back from my home because I wasn't in my home last week. Uh, but also here is, I'm going to introduce him first because I forgot to last week, but it's Righteous Reg. Wow, in the fucking building. It's your boy, Media Man. It's me, your favorite writer, your favorite rapper, your favorite podcaster. Back on a Saturday, it's Grab City. I'm very excited to be here. Very positive, busy week of professional wrestling for the first time in a long time on both sides of the board, which is rare. We'll see if this continues. I mean, I didn't love everything, but we're definitely going to get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't love everything either. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip Lindsay's here, by the way. I am here. I am. It's Sunday outside. Uh, in a few hours, I am going to try and go meet the boss. Um, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. It's C2E2 this weekend. Yeah, so, it is. Oh, shit. You know, hopefully uh, that comes through. I wasn't believing any of that hype when people were like, oh, the post got taken down. I was like, nah, mm. nah, 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 nah. But they wouldn't advertise they it, it for back- this long. That'd but be you crazy. see when they put it back up, what was missing? What was uh, it? it no longer says Sasha Banks or Naomi on the uh, on the post. Now they put it back up, but now it just says Mercedes Vernado mm. and Trinity Fatu. And I'm guessing it. I'm guessing my theory is them being back with WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably worked out some sort of deal where it's like, okay, they could continue to do this, but you cannot promote them using our names, and so. <laughs> That's my my thoughts on this, but that's that's the only thing missing when they uh, took the post down. They did repost it, but without their WWE names. It literally right. just says Mercedes Vernado, Trinity Fatu. Yeah, I've I've pretty much I've pretty much started to accept that they're going back. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I... Go ahead. No, nah, I mean, look, we are in a different game here. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Oh yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. But it's 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 a oh, whole man, triple entendres. Don't even ask. About <laughs> I feel like Phil might be screwing up though, because he should be in line right now for Sasha Banks. Because I'm sure the line is going to be very oh, ridiculous, be ridiculous today oh, to yeah. see the boss in all her glory, and everyone ask, "When are you going back to the WWE? Are you going to be back on Monday, Sasha?" No, you got to be. Great. You got to be uber nerd. You got to be like the people in um, Kat Dennings' comments being like, no, you need to go to stardom. Uh, for <laughs> remember when a cute that girl was watches thing. wrestling. Do you watch Japanese wrestling? Like, yo, get out of here. You guys. Remember when that was the thing for a brief period where people were like, I don't think she should go anywhere like Impact or AEW. She should go straight to Japan. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. come on, guys. Like, she's not People still saying she should go to Impact, though. That's like, you guys. <laughs> It look, costs money to get Sasha Banks. Look, I it's like. Not I, I know. Look, I actually have grown to really like Impact this last year. I love I got, it. I got friends at Impact. Uh, I support Impact. I also recognize 
what Impact's limitations are. And it's uh, like you can have 10 wrestlers or one Sasha Banks. I'm going to take the 10, I think, at this point. Because, oh, yeah. like, yeah, you just have to. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, Grapsity, back on a Saturday. We want to hear from you. Give us your super chats, your humper chats, your uh, uh, your your questions, your comments. Actually, save the questions because uh, hey, we can announce it now. It's August. Yeah, let's just go for it. Yeah. Man. So this time, if you it's haven't heard time. yet, uh, more content coming from Grapsity, coming exclusively to Fightful Select. We're doing a new show called Ask Grapsity. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we did an edition of Ask Grapsity once before. Uh, and uh, you just ask us your questions, we answer. But with this being a select show, I will say this. There'll be no limit on what I'm willing to answer. There. We're going in, anything. We're anything. going into it. Going anything. for it. And you getting into it, too. It, yeah, you want uh, scoops, inside information. I'd be willing to answer it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, don't ask that beef question again. I ain't answering that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be the that. place to ask oh, yeah. it, not here no, no, no. on our I mean, I ain't that, show. I ain't answering that behind a paywall. I ain't answering that <laughs> <laughs> But either way, I'm happy to answer anything. Phil, maybe not. I'm happy to answer anything. I'm excited. Send your righteous rich no, questions. No, no, Send no, all no, the matter, questions. As a matter of fact, behind, I'm, I'm behind the paywall, I'll, get, I'll start slack, talking slicker about why I'm not going to answer it. Like, <laughs> no, 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 See, that's a win-win then. We win it. Everybody win it. But yeah, so uh, Ask Rhapsody. Uh, we'll have a date for it very soon, but August was the, the target, and mm-hmm. uh, that's coming real soon. Um, Get I also all your an- questions ready. Um, I also have another announcement. Uh, this one is one that I wasn't sure I was ready to make. Um, as you guys know, I have been hosting a show called Day After Dynamite every Thursday on Fightful Overbooked. And I'm announcing today that that show will no longer be on Fightful Overbooked. Dad. Because it's being moved up to main Fightful, baby. Let's go, uh, baby. So, it's Fightful uh, time. Day after Dynamite. <laughs> on, on the main roster, man. Triple H yeah, made the call. Called up to the main, uh, Day after Dynamite has been called up to the main roster. I mean, when uh, you put down numbers on the board, they can't have you in the background. <laughs> They're like, hey, why we got Steph over here? We got to get Steph over here. You know what I mean? Let him shoot over here. Day after Dynamite has been main rostered. Uh, so that show will be moving up to main fightful. Uh, Let's go, baby! Congrats. So, uh, yeah, cool stuff happening there. There you go. <laughs> I, I could even I, keep a straight I, face. That's one of those things I could have done audio wise and like mm-hmm. really done seriously, <laughs> but I was like kind of all smiles about that. So popular I, show. I mean, people and very high up over there watch that show. So. Hey, man. Of course, it's, <laughs> at, at, of course it's main but, roster. I, I'm only willing to answer that on <laughs> Ask Crips. Hey, man. Ask some black guys coming to coming to a Patreon near you. Definitely. No Sorry, rest, rest in peace, brother. But yeah. ask some black guys. Please ask some uh, road dog questions because I want to get hey, into man. it. Hey, man. Uh, what a thirsty-ass <laughs> nigga, man. Wait, oh, if, my if, God. If, if, you, if you are interested, interested in seeing me fire a Brian, I, I, I will definitely roast up Brian. Of Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's a it's another great deal you're getting with your Fightful Select subscription. So FightfulSelect.com uh, is where you can 
be a part of Ask Grapsity. It'll be a fun time. I'm excited Definitely. for Ask Grapsity. Uh, and we've got uh, a whole lot of uh, content already, super chat and humper chat wise. Um, I'll work on getting the humper chats up on the screen. Uh, right now, we got one a little while ago from Oscar. It says, hey, Grapsity, as Will was made to recount the Batista interview story, I am compelled to bring up his letter of contempt to Triple H, which is relevant again now that he's heading up creative. Do you remember this, Will? Greatest, great moment in podcast history. <laughs> oh, of course. Look, man. <laughs> Triple H and I, as a viewer have had a very up and down relationship right I'm saying um if you take me back to the year 1999 uh i thought this dude was a complete flop right mm. but you take me to 2000 thought he was the best wrestler in the business yeah you take him to 01 i thought he was just destroying the game he was the best mm -hmm. at what he was doing he went down with that uh, quad injury it was like damn they lost their power player Mm -hmm. You take me to O2, I thought this was the wackest dude in wrestling. Bad. <laughs> you take and me then to... White Boots O3? Oh, God. Uh, the white worst. Boots, uh, yeah, O3. <laughs> are you kidding me? WrestleMania 19? No, this dude was trash, man. O4? A little more tolerable. Um, he started to figure himself out. He got a little pudgy in the midsection, but he was putting on better matches. Um, O5? Again, it was all right. Uh, 06, man, that DX stuff was trash. Bad, so <laughs> Hated bad. that DX reunion. Awful. Uh, 07, he, it was when he came back, like, super trim, and it was like, okay, this dude is, like, really worked on his physique. But then he also, like, ruined their careers of Brian Kendrick and Paul London. Ooh, so, yeah. like... Given your take. Yeah. Uh, and then 08, I thought he was just having, like, the most unnecessary title run of all time. Just, uh, he's had a lot of unnecessary title runs. Oh, yeah, that was just <laughs> awful. Yeah. And by 09, I was so sick of that dude that, yeah, I probably went off in a really big rant because, honestly, this is coming from a guy who hasn't ever been too big on Randy Orton pushes. There is no reason he sh uh, Hunter should have won at WrestleMania 25. Zero reason. Mm -hmm. And I was so mad at that WrestleMania 25 ending. Yeah, I went on a really big rant about that. Uh, I may have called him the worst wrestler of all time. Um, and the homie, went on to, the homie went on to win the Royal Rumble again after that, too. Like, he's made some pretty, like, what did you, what are you doing <laughs> moves, like, pretty often. So, but you yeah. know what? He, uh, he was pretty consistent with the what are you doing move. So it's going to be very interesting moving but you, forward. You know what the... Hunter's been really consistent about? Um, and this is a place where I kind of appreciate the guy now. Hunter has been really protective of his own legacy. Right. And in being protective of his own legacy and making sure that uh, Triple H is somebody that is viewed positively for years to come. As a booker. He don't book nobody else like Triple H. Not no, a single doesn't. wrestler mm -hmm. comes off like Triple H. And mm -hmm. I think part of that is the protection of his own legacy, which in a sense is a good thing because I don't Wait, think Wait, I mean, there is his son, Tommaso Ciampa. Don't forget. Like, don't, don't leave <laughs> Tommaso mean, Ciampa, his son, out. I mean, I, I still think it's the funniest thing in the world. And when Punk talked about it on that podcast, I laugh at it every time that this man came out of retirement to beat this man and went <laughs> right back into retirement. Like, most, one of the most ridiculous things he's ever done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It. But again, he don't let nobody, like... 
when you look yeah, at no, what, he don't let his, anybody really get it off like he did no and when you look at his taste in pro wrestlers he don't like nobody that wrestles like him he don't mm-hmm. like nobody that looks like him nothing and you sure the who um no, nah, Bobby Roode is pretty, pretty Triple H similar. Uh, Rude, Bobby Roode. Rhea sure. Ripley is very Triple H similar when you look I, at I'm the aesthetic. Not, like Rhea, uh, uh, yeah, I could see Rhea. Bobby, though, I mean, Bobby got that push for like a minute, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, like Bobby was coming out doing glorious. Bobby, Bobby might get Bobby his wasn't back, like, but I think Bobby, that, Bobby I think wasn't that's one metal. Of Bobby wasn't like squashing people. Like Bobby, I don't know. I never. Mm. He I'm saying, was, I'm saying, like, surface terms, level like Triple H, but. He don't book nobody else like Triple H. He is, he has made sure that future generations do not touch the legacy of the game. You are mm-hmm. not going to see, as long as Hunter's in charge, anybody else like he ever was. Exactly. And the funny thing is, Hunter was very much like a Vince McMahon type guy, right? This guy is six foot four, mm-hmm. um, you know, two hundred and sixty pounds, fucking bodybuilder dude, mm-hmm. and squashed the hell out of everybody. Vince would have loved to have a million of those. Hunter, on the other hand, he don't want nobody else like him. And I don't that, know. You're you kind of describing the homie that came back last night. Like so, a couple <laughs> of things that you said last time. Like, is this guy describing Karrion Cross? Because know, he man. is that's back. Why, Did you watch that show? That's why I'm like, when you say he hasn't he hasn't booked anybody that looks like him. I'm with you on nobody that that works like him and has like the same kind of reign of terror, but. In terms of aesthetic, he has booked a lot of people with his aesthetic. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Because no, I'll say this. Like, if you look at, if you were to ask me 10 years ago uh, who I thought, and maybe not 10 years ago, but like 15 years ago, like the day Hunter finally takes over, which is so funny that that was a thing we used to like talk about on Message It used to be a thing, shit. yeah. Yeah, we were thing. like, oh, one day it's going to be Triple H and Stephanie. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, shit, it's actually Triple H and mm-hmm. Stephanie. Like, it was a joke. this day never really felt like it was going to come, but it actually did. Uh, oh, but baby, and he is getting it, his revenge it, in, it, buddy. <laughs> if you had asked me 10 years ago or 15 years ago what I thought, the wrestlers that I thought I would see under a Triple H reign, man, Johnny Gargano would not have been on no that way. list. Adam Cole wasn't going to nope. be on that 0%. list. Adam yeah. Cole still ain't on this list, man. He's, he's someone like, else, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but like Ricochet, he would not yeah, be on that on. list. Like if I talked about the. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Guys that are hunter guys, mm-hmm. none of them would have been on the list 15 years ago. I would have thought, nah, Hunter is going after like, like Happy Corbin's world champ. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he's going for the big guys. He's not going for these little flippy dudes. Yeah, but no, nah, Hunter, because but he straight up decided, nah, this is for me. This is yeah. <laughs> these he's are the smart. guys I want. It's see. not about him. It's about the fans. Like it, it doesn't matter what he likes because that's not not making any money. I mean. So I once had, I can't believe I'm finally going to use this quote publicly, but it's one of my favorite quotes that an AEW wrestler once told me. It was an AEW wrestler who has worked for both Vince and for Tony. And this wrestler said to me, love this quote. I've, I've said it a lot of times privately. This is the first time I've used the quote publicly, and I fucking love it. He said, I have worked for a billionaire who loves wrestling, and I've worked for a billionaire who hates wrestling, and I will take the billionaire who loves wrestling every time. And that was referring to the fact that, you know what, uh, Tony uh, has an appreciation for what happens in the ring. Where the tide is going to start shifting, um, and maybe not the tide, but at least now there's a little bit of a balance, is the fact that you do have a guy on the other side of uh, of the other side of things who, mm-hmm. like, is a wrestling fan, right? Like right. at the end of the day, Hunter is a fan. Hunter did grow mm-hmm. up a fan. Hunter did grow up dreaming of being in the business. He didn't necessarily inherit a business that um, he kind of resented and right. uh, has like dreamed of doing literally anything else like a bodybuilding federation or a football league or movies or literally anything that's not this thing that I'm stuck doing because I, because my family did it like or movies like there's so many yeah. things like he's like how do we get out of this ring so hard to get <laughs> this brand over even though this brand is about the ring right but like hunter on the other hand he's a wrestling guy at the end of the day that's what he grew up with that's what he loves that's what mm-hmm. his passion is is professional wrestling right and uh so it is going to be interesting now to see that on both sides i think from a fan's perspective we have finally a time where both sides of the professional wrestling coin have guys on top who do just love watching pro wrestling right can't be mad at that that's what a concept that's gonna work for us (laughs) go figure where both sides are kind of aiming to please fans now i will say and this is where shit gets real funny yeah hunter's revenge tour (laughs) <laughs> oh man oh baby it's in effect looking holy for shit that uh that that joe button clip of him him hitting the gunshots and i've been waiting that's mm-hmm. been triple h for weeks like i've been waiting get this mm-hmm. old man out of here get him out. <laughs> man get like on the you know, phone. get my all... people on the phone bring them back we had all our theories sitting around thinking like what is what could hunter be thinking every single time one of his guys gets called up and then they change everything about him and then release him because it didn't work. 
and then turn around and go, well, see, NXT call up, another one didn't work. And it's like, but you didn't do the thing I was doing in NXT right. to, to know, like, and then Hunter would would do these media scrums and he'd be asked about it and they'd say, well, how do you feel about that? And he'd go, well, you know, when you, <laughs> uh, when guys get called up, you know, it's it's a different thing. It's NXT. He, he was doing a lot of dancing, buddy. He right, and, and he would he would dance around it. But we knew deep down that mm-hmm. Walton, buddy, that this man, <laughs> this man was hurting. This man was getting angry every single time one of his NXT projects got called up and flopped on the main roster but they didn't even try the thing that he had done in NXT to make it work. Right. Oh, man. And we so, get it to cross, buddy. Oh, and boy. So I was just thinking about all of this and how, like... Whatever happened to Austin Theory is what I'm thinking. That Last week, he dominated the airwaves. <laughs> this week, the bro was nowhere to be found. Imagine, like, you had a push and, like, the whole show revolved around you, and you come back the next week and they're like, hey... We ain't got nothing yeah, for man. you, big dog. Yeah, he, I mean, came in, he came in the locker room, and Triple H walked up to him and gave him the Isaiah Cassie, like, listen, <laughs> you had a fun ride, but when you get out there, they going to fuck your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Word. look at main event this week. Main event was Omos versus Ezekiel. It was like, look, Hunter is like, I ain't got time for none of this shit. You know, mm-hmm. I tweeted the other day, and I only just realized this morning, and that's why I retweeted it, when I said, wait, did this work? Remember when I tweeted, um, you know, Hunter, don't even address the 24-7 title, like, no one's gonna ask, and I guess... No, uh, I, you said I Omos it, and Ezekiel. That just registered. Damn, Ezekiel <laughs> fell off. He was on. He, they were doing like thirty-minute segments on the bro on they Raw. Ready, you know what I mean? Like character, bro. Yo, <laughs> damn, fall from Garizes. Uh No, just but I was, I was, uh, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, wait, have we seen since Hunter's first Raw or SmackDown? Have mm-hmm. we seen the twenty-four-seven title at all? They haven't said a word about it. Nothing this shit is you. fucking gone. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't, we ain't seen Reggie in weeks, buddy. Damn, man, I thought I was getting my shit off too. I had a little Titan Tron that said Reggie on. I was like, yeah, we lit out here, man. Come on, come back with the flips, bro. Let the bro flip. Yeah, all that shit like, is gone. It matches. Mm-hmm. You, you got to do that. Like, look, if you had more than one idea, because I got a whole lot of comments. I didn't know people like really like twenty four seven title like that. that try, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I got. <laughs> I guess it's like something for everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. you you tweet and then all of a sudden, no, 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 something for everybody. It's trash. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, right? Because, like, I know that. I feel that. But I get these comments that are Somebody like, wow, it. they're like it's entertaining. And mm-hmm. I thought, man, that championship has had. One idea Twice. in three years, which is somebody gets rolled up, small package, anything along those lines. It's usually it's the schoolboy championship. That's the it, worst right? trope in wrestling <laughs> became a tra- championship. It's like, oh god, they say they talk so much about how that the divas championship used to be that, and they were like, now nah, we'll make a belt that's that, so you guys forget. It's, it's that literally just it and and then put it on women, and then yep. put it on women, yeah, and wedding segments about that? and shit. It's literally the schoolboy championship though. They've had no ideas. But schoolboys, that's it. That is the I can't help but wonder in those creative meetings where they sat around and they're like, okay, so this time you're gonna run in the ring <laughs> and then uh you're gonna chase around in a circle and you're gonna get distracted by somebody or something Silly. and then somebody's gonna come up behind you, schoolboy you one, two, three, and run off with the championship. Yeah. Brilliant, right? Yeah. But like 
There's been no other ideas. They've nothing, had nothing none. for three whole years. Nah, man. Drake, Drake and uh and R Truth did the best they could with it. They were doing mm-hmm. some great stuff. Mm-hmm. That stuff was legitimately funny. But after that, pack it in. It's it's over. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It's been over since 2019. And yet, Thank God. They somehow ran it till 2022. Take my homie tells all about that fucking ninja suit at this point. Seriously, bro. man. Please. Yeah, come on, man. Jeez, Louise. I mean, man, we are in a new era. <laughs> we are saying in a new man. era. And I think, like, I think the changes have been a lot less gradual than I thought now that I'm Yeah, no, they, they, they're pretty. They're going for it. They're not. Yeah, like, it, it is pretty abrupt now mm-hmm. that I think about it. I mean, um, look at the the type with you know cross again like that is like abrupt. Like nobody's challenging Roman, and then for Roman to get like a brand new quote unquote yeah. challenger is a big can, deal. You know? Can I tell you, I, I've had fun laughing at the experience of tweeting and and watching wrestling many times in my life. Mm-hmm. I had a blast last night. The way that I laughed <laughs> last night, you would have thought that. You would have thought that this was the funniest thing in the world because I laughed for a good half hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was great. The feeling was in the air about the homie for you know <laughs> it, it was looming over like when's he gonna show up? When's I, nobody expected it to be so quick? I guess it, it's what it, yeah, it, it was, was down great. to you know. I think, uh, I no, think you know what's funny is uh, so when the story broke yesterday um, with fightfulselect.com by the way put the story out. Um, so we were kind of discussing it yesterday uh i was talking with sean and uh and he was telling me the details he had on it and i was like look the the i I said to him i was like i talked to a couple of wrestlers who are under the impression that it's just like done like he's just in wwe Mm -hmm. and i didn't even register to me until he came out last night that i'm like oh like that's they, why they're like he's here. No, I see him right now with my eyes. I just seen him down the hallway. Man. I thought they were just saying like, oh, he's you know it's it's a done deal. It, it's there's no there's no coming soon. Like it'll it'll be here eventually. But mm-hmm. now it's like in hindsight, as soon as that happened, I went, oh, what they like literally meant by that is like he's fucking here. This yeah. is it. This like is, he's in the show. I saw he's his in name. the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I'm kind of that, uh, surprised that Hunter called Cross before he called Bray. Uh, no, I mean, I'm Bray's not. not his guy. Bray ain't somebody that Hunter spent a year um, basically mean, he, making he happen. He is a Triple H guy, Bray. Yeah, I would think he would be a Triple H guy. He's a Triple H guy, but I, I think the reason that he called Cross first is that he had more to prove with Cross. I think, he did. I think the way that Cross didn't really get a chance to do his NXT stuff on the main roster. And when you listen to some of those interviews of Cross and how he was saying how much he just loved working with Triple H and Mm -hmm. they put together the entrance and this was a big brainchild of trips and it pretty much got thrown in the trash. He didn't even get to start to get the shit off main roster. So I think Triple H basically was like, no, 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 no. We're going to run that back Mm -hmm. because he didn't, he didn't really get his real chance. Well, yeah, show you so how th- to do it. <laughs> well, so that's the thing is I feel like if there was anything that Hunter was going to be like super bitter about, I feel like it would be the fact that he signed Karrion Cross, Put that man over his whole the roster. The whole roster. He, his whole roster. He was like, look, I've spent. He was squashing the main I guys. Like, <laughs> I, I spent years building up NXT. I, by that point, he had, well, Hunter had been in charge of NXT eight years. Right, mm-hmm. eight years of NXT, 
and essentially he brought in Kerry and Cross to dominate all of it. It was like a month and a half too. And, and, yeah, <laughs> and it was like, Baby look, Kerry and Cross came in, and it was like we built up Keith Lee. Nope, Kerry and Cross got him. Kerry mm-hmm. uh, Cross, Adam Cole. We had two years of NXT was centered around Adam Cole, Kerry and Cross, uh, yeah. Johnny Gargano, Kerry and Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, like anybody we built up in NXT, Kerry and Cross was the guy that we said was better than all of it. Right. And then you took him up to the main roster, didn't even take his whole act, put him in a mask and bondage, and then uh, released him. Yeah. <laughs> and changed it, his music, changed everything about him. And I could, uh, like, if there was Jeff. Didn't have, his, didn't have his girl there, like, a big, giant part of his presentation is his, you know, the Scarlet being there. And so they made a point last night to be like, yo, there she is, bro. This is the whole thing. This ain't that bullshit we was giving, getting on Raw. Like, uh, I feel like uh, Hunter had a lot to prove there. I, mm-hmm. I, I think, I feel like we see the vision now. I, 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 I wasn't sure if this was going to be the revenge tour or if this was going to be Hunter trying to do something different with the main roster. But I think it's going to be fairly clear at this stage. Like, like I tweeted yesterday. I would be shocked if Pete Dunne isn't uh, just straight up in Pete. Like, he was on TV this week, right? Yep. I would not be shocked, especially with Clash of the Castle coming up in a mm-hmm. month, if uh, we just don't see Pete Dunne for a few weeks and then, or Butch for a few weeks, and then he is just bam back and Peter Pete Dunne is back. <laughs> yeah. This is super interesting. I think people are, are under the impression that Triple H is going to be trying to compete with Tony, but he's going to be trying to compete with everything that Vince did. <laughs> he's like, I'm spending my entire life to erase all of this bullshit that people I still are think used he's going to try and compete with, with Tony eventually. Well, 100%. I think he's getting all of his pieces back on the board first. I mm-hmm. think he is uh, rearranging things and getting things right first. They still started sh- both shows with long-ass promos, so... You know me. You're down ten points when you do that shit. So, but yeah, get, get this show didn't start. Wait, SmackDown didn't start with a long ass promo. SmackDown just started with fucking video packages and like Same replaying, shit. replaying that uh, the the Baron Corbin get kicked in the balls twenty times. Same shit. Look, maybe funny for fifteen seconds. I can't believe they ran that for almost two minutes. <laughs> Can't, 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 are, 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 is this a safe space? Can we talk about it? Definitely. Um, a lot of the Pat McAfee stuff isn't funny. I'm oh, sorry. it's bad. Bad. It's not funny. And yeah. I, I know that people want it to be very funny. I know that people overuse the word charisma. Wrestling fans, learn a new word for, you know, people that are personable and likable and jovial than charisma. You don't have to use that word over and over again. Um, this this uh, McAfee stuff, it ain't that funny, man. And 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 the way that they play it over and over again makes it less funny to me. Boy, yon, 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 yon. Like, what is this shit, man? Get I, I'll say this, though. Side note. I, yeah. The complete side note. Uh, I <laughs> recently, uh, I finally gave it a watch off of everybody's recommendation, and everybody was right. I just watched uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Mm. And I have to say... It's so fucking good. I can't believe I put it off for so many weeks. I haven't watched that. I need to watch it. Uh, it's so good. If you were even remotely into Beavis and Butthead humor in the 90s, in 2022, it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull I, it up. I, have, I appreciate Mike Judge's commitment to getting the characters. Like, they're his characters, right? 
but like you know a reboot when you see it like mm-hmm. when somebody's like trying to do their old characters but they're like pitch perfect in character in tone and everything and the thing i love the most about beavis and butthead in a movie concept especially in, in do the universe do the world uh or do america was very good but do the universe is very good about it is how you take these two dumbass characters who like don't take anything seriously and are just fucking idiots but put them in a situation in a world where everything does take itself seriously mm-hmm. and I think that's such a great concept where like none of these people get beavis and butthead at all like almost from the very beginning when they uh uh they get thrown into nasa and like all the nasa people are taking things very seriously and they go to johnson space center and butthead just goes it says johnson and like (laughs) (laughs) like the whole movie everything around them takes itself seriously but those two make it perfect it's so Mm. good um i haven't gotten a chance to watch the new series but i think i'm just gonna binge it um this afternoon Mm-hmm. or something i don't know i got lunch plans with a friend coming up here shortly but hey we lunch got a couple plans. more a couple more uh super and humper chats uh let's see the anwar says what is you uh what is your breaking point from separating the art from the artist before you punt on someone because as phil noted on a recent episode the most talented people uh usually are the most uh problematic Keep the good work and much love to everything or to everyone watching. Murder, um, racism, murder. Uh, yeah. Um, I would say my breaking points are usually around like human rights stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, murder, racism, uh, mm-hmm. rape, anything along those lines. That's yeah. pretty much the the straw for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I recognize politics these days. I don't care. I hate when people are like, if we could have a different politics, not these days and not how these fucking uh, politics work. I, Fuck uh, off. If you're down with are... C- CYN. Look, I pr- a bunch of wrestlers probably are, but they keep it from me and keep it that way. I don't know what the fuck their shit is. They don't talk about it. I'm talking politics about politics. Are, politics are tough for me because uh, I recognize that I'm not going to have the same political views as uh, a lot of people. If politics are part of your your brand, mm-hmm. like you're a gunner, for example, um, that's what I mean. Extreme as that, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I, that's hard for me to separate because it's very clearly a part of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's if you're like Kane, right? Uh, Kane is another one where it's a part of his brand. But exactly. if it's like AJ Styles, where yeah, yeah, how, yeah, exactly. I know how right. AJ Styles votes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard the stories of mm-hmm. him and TNA losing it when uh, he heard Obama won the election. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, the gay community. Yeah, <laughs> gay community. Yeah, like. Fucking AJ. But man. at the same time, I don't like, like, AJ doesn't wear it on his sleeve. Right. And so I can, with AJ Styles, uh, watch his stuff and appreciate AJ Styles as a performer and even say AJ Styles is one of my favorite wrestlers that held that ending to that match the three-way this week that was one of his oh, like, all-time best endings hey Loved it. what you did there yes great great <laughs> shit there yeah no exactly what you're saying that's exactly how I feel that's that's what I mm-hmm. feel about the politics thing but yeah that ending was oh my god blew my fucking mind 450 splash into a Styles clash 
beautiful work over there, you guys. Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, that's again. That's how we knew Triple H was back in the building. We're getting the work rate stuff again. I'm like, saying, y'all no, giving it up over here in a good way. Like, what's up? Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it it largely depends. It's subjective. Like, yeah. I feel like um, the politics thing. I could take or leave somebody's bad politics or just politics that I don't agree with if I don't have to see it. If you just yes. let me know every time you get a chance that <laughs> right. this is what you think, I, I, I it's going to get harder and harder for me to be like, you know what, I, mm-hmm. I can't ignore that. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Because, like, uh, pretty sure he was pretty vocal in the mid-2000s, and then I think WWE told him to stop. But Paul Heyman was fairly right-wing for a while, right? <laughs> like, Paul Heyman used to be real vocal. And then he uh, decided to, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And people haven't noticed. Like, uh, people don't remember any of that stuff. Uh, all know, of a sudden, talking about Paulie. No, nah, man. Undertaker told you, man. WWE is an apolitical company. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, but listen. Here's a little secret, guys. Um, I pretty much assume that most wrestlers have bad political yeah. and social views. That's where I start. And so I'm kind of surprised when they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Oh, that's cool. Good for you. That way that I'm not disappointed. So, you know, at that's this how point, I feel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that's at, right. at this it. point, you know, I just kind of know it comes with the territory at this right. point. Yeah. So I mean, this business is built off some nasty shit, so nothing it, is surprising. I, I, yeah. Uh, let's see. We got a couple more. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I knew we were going to get into this because somebody would ask. Hey, Grapsity, I dig FTR and Dax, but can we talk about Dax's association with Cornette? I mean, speaking Very of. off-putting. Also, favorite UGK song. Man, just whoa, two, whoa, two different Wait directions. a minute. <laughs> that was a big jump. Wait, you, hey, let's what talk about, about Cornette. Cornette. By the way, you guys song. like UGK? How about that riding dirty? <laughs> Respect. <laughs> um see there i think uh, just kind of like what we're talking about there's like a lot of people that we like that associate with people that are awful like that 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 have like there's people that train with tessa blanchard and that that's their friend but they're not saying it out loud there's people that we like that are doing this so like it's like are are they guilty by association that's for you to determine i think at this point uh yeah i think like co-signing Cornette is is hard right now because like, um, if like, you say dude, if like, somebody dude, says you're cool, that you're gonna be like, hey, you know, he's not that bad. And Cornette loves FTR, of course, so he's gonna be like, yeah, I guess the guy's not that bad. He thinks we're cool. That's pretty much where it lands, uh, right? And and uh, you know, to me, a lot of it is like, uh, well, there's also a lot of uh, suspicion among wrestling fans that uh, Brian Last uh, will tend to talk about. Uh, some of the inside information he gets in AEW. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are like, well, there's these two wrestlers you guys are always praising. And uh, all of a sudden, Brian Last has inside information. So gotcha. I noticed like, okay. when I look at comments, people start to I put see. together. They're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Are they feeding that info to these guys? Um, so I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say this. Like, Cornette is a hard association because, uh, particularly of the racism. And, you know, the hard thing is immediately people jump at, if you say racism with Cornette, immediately people are like, what are you talking about? Cornette loves black people. You know, he pushed New Jack. Um, And 
Uh, Watch a New Jack shoot interview. Ask him about it, <laughs> and, and he would and, be like, "Cornette was the worst." Rest in peace, New Jack. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of things. One, guys, and this is coming from black person. Uh-oh. Yo, <laughs> racism doesn't just refer to black people mm-hmm. because if you. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Hear the shit the Jim Cornette says about Japanese people. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane, and I can't believe he gets away with this shit every fucking week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like. He he makes fun of names. He makes fun of uh, backgrounds. Every single Japanese female is a schoolgirl to him. He says yeah, it constantly. How they look, that's everything. His, that's his go-to line. Is he all? He refers to them all as schoolgirls. Even though the, uh, he will talk about people. He called it Karoshita a schoolgirl. Like what mm. about any parts of her personality gimmick says schoolgirl, right? But these are things he does. Um, he talks about them all just being interchangeable. And of course, to somebody who thinks that way about Japanese people, that's how you would see it. And it's right. like he, he talks in a very like, hey, I grew up in post-World War II mindset of like, hey, remember when that was how America uh, branded and treated Japanese people? Like he talks mm. as if he's still in like this post-World War II mindset. Uh, and it's, it's really weird. But it's like, if you call it, but if you then say Cornette's racist, it's like, that's the one thing people just completely overlook. And I see it Mm -hmm. in comments all the time. They're like, he's not racist. He loves this. He loves this. And it's like, but have you seen the way that like, he constantly, and it's not just an AEW, like uh, Asuka, uh, he constantly intentionally gets her name wrong. Uh, You know what her fucking name is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Correct. And I mean... Even that, even if we're not going to jump into the stuff he does with Asian women, because I, I, I keep seeing people go, but he loves black people. Homie got walked out of NWA for making a fried chicken joke. Like, let's, right. let's knock it off, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It is, it is. Like, so, yeah, I think that Cornette is an odd uh, association. And uh, I think it's okay. Because, yeah, the, 
I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, this is something I've never said before. But because uh, I know there's there's usually the mindset of, well, but he did a lot for wrestling history and he's he a great historian. And, uh, you know, he he founded Smoky Mountain. Um, he was one of the greatest managers in history. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> uh when I was a kid, nobody what made me want to change the channel harder than Jim Cornette. Oh, so I don't have that attachment to him the way certain people older than me do. Mm -hmm. uh, because for me, especially in like 96. Uh, Thumbs the, down. There is nobody I wanted to see on TV less. The second he was on TV, no matter who he was managing, mm -hmm. I was checking out what was happening on Nitro. Um, and... Not a I, fan, huh? I was not a fan. I had nothing for like when I and granted when I was I was like nine years old, right? But yeah. I distinctly remember when I heard the name James E. Cornette. Mm -hmm. There was nobody I wanted to see less than there that. Was boring. Man. They had the boring segments, and then in '98 <laughs> he like brought back NWA. The NWA, it my was God, bad. there was the slowest segments <laughs> during Raw. I was like, dude, what is going on here? So yeah, yeah. It was, we didn't I have mean, a good attachment to. We've never had a good attachment to Jim Cornette. Yeah, no, I didn't. As have our a generation good, of wrestling fans, yeah, I didn't have a good attachment. So he's been very like, leave it when it comes to take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. As far as Dax's association, as far as FTR's association, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I do wish, as somebody who has, um, who I've watched stand up for social issues, the mm -hmm. way I've seen both Dax and Cash do so in very great ways. Um, it is interesting that they kind of stay silent on stuff like that uh, when it, it is a very, like, sexist and uh, racist thing. So I don't right. know. Um, I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, wrestling is still a boy club. It um, is. And I do think that a lot of what Dax um, likes about Cornette, and I, I don't know... I don't know specifically what it is, um, is that, you know, he's a country dude like him. I think mm -hmm. that he and he, you know, is also, you know, manager of the tag teams that he's enjoyed. Right. Um, a big part of his wrestling viewing and, you know, his wrestling experience was molded by Jim Cornette. I get right. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't want to, you know, just go, all right, well, that means he agrees with all his politics. He might not. He just might enjoy what he brought to wrestling and he might even enjoy some of his criticisms of wrestling and it's, even, it's the thing we were just talking about right and even though i find his style of you know analyzing wrestling of yelling and being completely negative about things to be tiresome i don't see how you can listen to that constantly mm -hmm. um and but i think his point with the dave thing and i could be wrong is that you know you don't have to listen to the guy and i say this all the time if you don't enjoy somebody's content don't listen to it. Right. Um, you can always block this guy on Twitter. You could always not listen to any of Cornette's stuff. Now, again, I don't, I don't think that that means Dax should be rolling with dude or defending him, but I don't think that he necessarily defended him. I could be wrong. Right. Um, I guess last thing I'll say about Jim Cornette, because I think this is very funny. Um, the <laughs> One of the defenses I do here for Cornette is, yeah, he's sexist. Yeah, he's a racist. But you got to admit that he does still have a great outlook on pro wrestling as a whole. No, he doesn't. Um, 
and that he does still understand booking. Why the fuck is he doing a podcast no. and not getting paid? No, okay. So they say I've heard that he still has a great understanding of booking, and I'm just going to cite one example. I want you to go listen to it and get back to me. Uh, go listen to Jim Cornette's opinion on uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Then go watch this week's SmackDown and tell me how those two things sync up. Mm. Well, because that man said they got it right on at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought it was a great way to protect Ronda Rousey and still have the babyface win. This is exact words. Didn't Go work. watch SmackDown and tell me if that worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe some people don't understand fans the way they claim they do. You know, I, be I like you know, that. He 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 was wrong about quite a few things from from Ring of Honor as well. People. Yes. Selectively forget Kevin that. Owens and Sami Zayn, who's had a job. I don't, I don't know. know. I know. If you ever, so if you ever say that, it was always uh, Sinclair that was the problem. Yeah, uh, okay, okay. But... <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not referee Todd Sinclair. Shout out to him. Uh, and hey, let's also read some of the super chats. We've got uh, Van Twinblade says tie Red to a chair and make him watch nerd stuff. Why? I mean, I think it's 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 time. I didn't I didn't know where you were going with that. You tie Reds to a chair. I was about to say, didn't do what with him. Like, I mean, it, so, you know what though? Um, I feel like that would be great select content because honestly, I want Reds to sit through all nine mainline Star Wars movies. Oh my god! I just fell asleep hearing you say that <laughs> sentence out loud. <laughs> I don't know, Phil. Can you think of anything else we should make Reg sit through? Um, just watching him try to watch um, the all three Lord of the Rings movies. Oh my hilarious. God! You're talking crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious content. Oh my God! Five hundred hours of my life. <laughs> yeah, just trying to explain like what is the point and like. So they're uh-huh. just walking, right? And right. Like, what's going on here? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but what's they, going they on have here. to get to this point to get. But why? Why so much Mm-mm. in the movie and then walking though? <laughs> like, no. Uh, I'm cool. I'm Justin Spencer says, "What's good, boys? Well, can we get a Disco Inferno and Booker T <laughs> impression?" <laughs> um, I mean. I don't know. Disco, you have to give me like a topic for Disco to be talking about. Because you have to be like <laughs> you have to be like blissfully uninformed about it, mm-hmm. but like be speaking confidently. And uh where what's a good example? It'd be like now nah, I can't, I was gonna use cross, but he trained cross, so I can't even do that <laughs> because he would he would at least have that. But uh he, I don't know. I could just picture him being like, uh, well, "Why, why are they, uh, why are they booing Liv Morgan? Uh, wait, what is that? I, I don't understand." These, these it's fans. Kermit. I'm telling you, it's Kermit. <laughs> no, you got to like combine Kermit the Frog and Ray Romano, and but you have to like, like again, you have to like be blissfully uninformed, but be speaking in a way where things aren't being explained to you. Yo, that <laughs> that's that side that side of Twitter is gonna hate us. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what it is. Yo, never these this. dudes out here going in on Cornette and Disco, yo, back they are going to hate us, bro. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't care, but. Yeah, I don't give a shit. But. I mean, look, at Booker T, I got to have Booker T on commentary this week. Man, mm. this was a week. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about my fave five. <laughs> nah, this is... Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shucky ducky. Quack. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, Boom. it's your boy. Uh, Mike from Indeed. Oh, shout says, out to Mike. Uh, sending some love to my favorite podcast before I have Dental Mayhem go down this afternoon. Have a great weekend, everyone. Hey. Enjoy that dental. Yeah, shout out to Mike. He's on his way to the dentist, and it's gonna be some work going on there. But yeah, everybody listen to Indeed. We've been watching a lot of independent wrestling. It's going crazy out there. Streets are on fire. I watched. uh, Speaking of great wrestling, I watched for breakfast Shingo and Will Ospreay from G One last night, and that shit was on fire. Oh my god, these counters and the moves and the speed just like beautiful this is how you pro wrestle right here will osprey and fucking shingo g1 last night i just watched the main event because i wanted to check it out and the show was phenomenal fantastic great professional wrestling how do you do it like they're gonna do another one tomorrow like it's like japanese wrestling's insane man (laughs) a shock here here not to not to cut into this him saying japanese wrestling is great we haven't addressed any of our enemies if if i addressed any enemies on this podcast (laughs) <laughs> it'd be a different show <laughs> we never address uh, but i don't have any enemies i'm, I'm i don't have I don't, about <laughs> I don't have enemies no. i don't just talk about like legitimately i don't don't care i don't yeah. have any nathan says thought we saw all the great things about black and gold on monday and all the problems last night mm-hmm. i think this cross push and killing live as a baby face last night ain't gonna work long term do you think it's the uh the separation with fox and how their relationship works with USA or with WWE with how awful fucking SmackDown always is. Is there a reason um, like, what's going on here? I don't get I'll it. I'll say this. Like I, I tweeted last night because last night was the first time I've watched SmackDown live in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually watch it and just kind of hit that 30 second skip button um, a lot. Right. So I tried to watch it live and that is a show that is not after my undivided attention. That's what um, I'm saying. It is They're not going that, for it. They're just like walking, slowly walking the dog through this but, whole thing. But a show that doesn't mind being on in the background. Um, and <laughs> doesn't mind. I don't well, think it I, wants to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would like your full undivided attention for sure. Well, well, and what I mean by that is like, like I said, it took 11 minutes to get to like a match mm-hmm. um, from the time the show had started with this recap package and then showing the, the kick in the balls over and over and over again. And then uh, we get in the match commercial break, come back to the match. And then that's what I'm saying. You think it's a Fox package. thing? Like what's going on I don't here? Know, like, why are they but, taking so but, long? But Hey, what I said earlier, it's a lot of McAfee on SmackDown. But mm. I, again, like think about what one of the like number one watched Fox sports is right. Like NASCAR and NASCAR right. is like the top background sport it in is. america right like, it, is. it does millions of views each week and you talk to anybody who watches nascar and they're like yeah i just throw it on and you know it's on go start cooking this, this, 500 laps i mean what do you mean this, this <laughs> did feel very nascar ish this week they had they kept playing that country song from SummerSlam, which that song is awful yeah. <laughs> that's awful it's your rock song ain't it Ew. yeah oh yeah. god it's awful yeah. uh 
they kept playing that song over and over again. They kept doing the again the McAfee stuff, and I, I get that McAfee also tries to do a lot of black things and say black slang. But he, listen, bro, it's bad. You can't cover up what it what what this really is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, I saw how white that, that choir was. Nobody that talks like that would hire that choir. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, SmackDown is a show that doesn't really like. It's not truly after my undivided attention, where mm-hmm. you know it, it's not like a "Hey, don't look away" kind of show. It's like a "Hey, just leave this on, and when something interesting happens, you'll know. You'll look up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you'll look up. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like I will say, you know, SmackDown here in denver comes on right after jeopardy my dad watches it because he'll throw on jeopardy at, mm-hmm. at 6 30 and then at 7 smackdown comes on and uh it just happens to be the show after he don't really like pay it full attention but he knows what's happening because it's mm-hmm. on in the background and it's 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 easy tv i did again having to watch it live was a little bit difficult because of the fact that I found myself wanting to be like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, move it along here. Yeah, move it along here. Let's <laughs> do something else. Like I can't imagine. I've been to Rawls recently. I have not been to a SmackDown in the Fox era. I can't imagine doing so just because like the amount of time sitting watching the Tron would like physically make me angry. I, I mean, I there's a very famous video of me doing it. That's what yeah. WWE show is about, you know. And like, that that was Raw, right? Like I yeah, that was Raw recently, and Raw had a lot of that. But like, God, if I have to spend more than five straight minutes watching the Titan Tron, I usually get like restless. I just want to watch mm-hmm. stuff happening. I, I came for in ring. I came for. Literally anything happening in this space that I paid this money for. Mm-hmm. Do something here. Right. <laughs> Do something here. Do something else. Um, yeah. But what, I, I can't even imagine. I, I, I will say, I don't think SmackDown was as bad as it's been recently. Um, right. Because, boy, I stopped watching for weeks because I just mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Um, I felt like this week's SmackDown had similar problems, but it at least was better. Like, what, what he pointed out specifically... I don't think that they intentionally ruined Liv's push here because I don't think that they thought the crowd was going to respond as quickly. Right. Um, but that crowd wasn't. It's funny they it. don't know fans. Fans will turn on you. That's how it is. As soon as yeah, you that, get the, the belt, it's a you're a different. You're not the wrestler that I used to like. You're now some different wrestler. Yeah, that that crowd was very confusing to me. And, I'm like, uh, you guys I, wanted this, man. Wrestling fans are confusing. I think <laughs> it can be a good thing. For a heel to be justifiably right. Yeah. But it's almost always a bad thing when a babyface is demonstrably wrong. Mm -hmm. And I feel like uh, to basically, when you have both, right, where, you know, Ronda may be the bad guy in the situation for beating her up after the match and beating up the referee, all of that, right? But, like, she's justifiably right. And then on top of that, not only to live Morgan tap, she tapped with like time left, right? Mm-hmm. She tapped. It wasn't like at the same time as the three. It was like no, it was before the three, very well before like we saw you lose this yeah, match. You yeah, you had you had her tap like that, and then you had her come out last night with the cast on and look like she got her ass. Right. Off. It's like <laughs> so. It's like it's like how did you? How are you still champion? That's like, basically what the crowd like. is looking like. Like how did how did this, how did you guys let this happen? So. 
No, it just didn't work. Like it was just a stupid finish. It was a stupid. And it's gonna pick up steam. And last week they just hated Ronda. That's what's funny. Now they like her because she won. Like that's how that's how these things move. You know, I don't even think it's a like a Ronda thing. I think it is just a straight up case of this. We saw you lose. We saw you lose, Mm -hmm. and that's not a good thing. You should not be champion. Right. Yes, and and I will say this. I don't think that I don't think a lot of people hate Ronda. I think that there are people that don't enjoy. The way she's presented right yeah, now. Yeah, I think that's. But what I think it is. the I think the majority wants to like Ronda. I think the thing mm-hmm. is, just make Ronda heel, man. They want to like the, her as a heel. They don't want to like her yeah, as just, a babyface. She's just not likable in the way that they're using her right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. think it's so much. That and that made Ronda. her look like they put her as the babyface in this situation. That made her yeah, look it, cool by beating up the champion and beating the champion. And yeah, it's just screwed. not a good spot to put Liv in because Ronda is a bigger name. She's a she bigger is. star than Liv. And so when you're looking at it like, all right, well, Ronda won that match, then of course, like the majority is going to see that Ronda. I mean, it was in People magazine. It was, it was like that. <laughs> People clip they had all they had all of those clips going around at mainstream. They were outlets. working, yeah. They were like Ronda Rousey has been suspended for yeah, these so reasons. You you've now <laughs> made Ronda into the sympathetic figure here, and you've made Liv look bad. And I don't think that I think they can salvage it, but I think it's gonna it's I think gonna it's gonna rough. take some doing. I think personally, yeah. I think they should put the title on Shayna. Um, and I hate to say it that way because I don't want them to just give up on Liv this soon, but. I don't know how they can. Oh, Shayna's gonna be. That's another one of the Triple H revenge. Oh yeah, I for, Shayna's been so in the dark that I forgot that. I completely. Triple H oh yeah, Shayna, Shayna, Shayna's winning. Dominate I'm sorry, <laughs> I forgot that part. Shayna's yeah. winning. Um, yeah. Well, at least I hope Shayna's winning. But this is the Hunter Revenge tour. Right, yeah, <laughs> Shayna's is... definitely on the Hunter Revenge tour. Big this time. Is, and this is. I think this is revenge for everything. I think when it's all said and done, uh, the point we're gonna start seeing brought up on social media is we're going to see all the black and gold people standing tall and they're going to be like who really won tony uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hilarious <laughs> yeah but no shana is another one i think shana is another one of the hunter revenge tour where he spent a whole year and some change putting shana over every single person that nxt had to offer mm-hmm. and then they brought her to the main roster and did Turned her into a vampire. Turned her into a vamp. Hey, so speaking of uh, Mr. Karen Cross, I was reading a little bit of news story earlier this morning about how the WWE hates the idea of having this one champion who's not on every show. And USA is very interested in having a top title on their show so that they want to split up this unified world championship thing and get one of those belts off of Roman into uh, onto somebody else. Hey, who would have predicted this whole thing who, that who, they would have hated it who, so quickly? Um, yeah. And it was a bad idea. There, there were a lot of people telling me I was wrong about this when I said mm-hmm. that it was a bad decision from the beginning. Yeah. I'll accept those apologies any day. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I know people like to, you know, jump on me for innocuous opinions, but mm-hmm. I was right about this. <laughs> Definitely big time right. Like how could you have a world champion that's not on TV and like it just doesn't. And you have two brands. Just say you have one brand if that's what we're doing because like, so to me I dumb. still don't think that one champion is a bad idea. I think, Not the way that they're booking Roman. I think this one no. champion's a bad idea. Yeah. I think had we known and obviously WWE knew going into it. We as fans mm-hmm. didn't know that Roman winning the titles, winning both titles, and then 
subsequently disappearing. Right. Um, having two title defenses since WrestleMania. Uh, had we known that was going to be the case. One of them against the guy that was at WrestleMania. <laughs> right. Had we known that was going to be the case, I think we would have looked at it differently. But the fact that it took uh, – essentially, Raw just, like, lost the championship. And mm-hmm. Raw hasn't had the championship since really, like, day one, January. right? Yeah, since January. Since January. Like, literally the pay-per-view day one where mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar comes in, having been on SmackDown for months, comes in, wins the title, barely appears on Raw, <laughs> and then uh, – Loses it to SmackDown's champion, thereby. Yeah. Uh, I uh, Sorry, I'm still getting over sickness. But <laughs> I am prepared with this mute button. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, I watched I watched uh, a clip of the guys from Wrestling. Shout out to Wrestling. Um, and I was laughing because one of the arguments they were having on there is whether Cody should beat Roman. And one of them was like... Um, Nah, this should be Rollins. I was like, oh, watching people slowly come to my side on this thing. Because I've been making this point since January has been very funny. It, it needs to be Cody, though, at this point. I, I, I understand like why it needs to be. can't wait at this point, you know? I understand why it needs to be Cody. But watching people agree with me that Rollins should be champion. And mm-hmm. Rollins should have been champion a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like Cody's getting the belts when he gets back. I, I, th- I think know? it needs to be Cody simply because at this stage, uh, you've had Roman be champion for so long. Like mm-hmm. now we're approaching two years next month. Uh, you've gotten this far. I think anything that uh, isn't new is a mistake. Uh, I think gotcha. <laughs> um, at this stage, if you're going to take the title off the guy that's had it for two years, like that's a really long time. And you, you don't think have... Rollins could get that accolade? I well, I feel like at this stage, the reason I say the reason I bring up two years is because in two years, any company should have established somebody new in yeah, two years, yeah. right? I agree. And so, agree. if you go back essentially, right? Like okay, Rollins' first title yeah. reign was gotcha. in 2015, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking seven years ago. It, you're still kind of that's at best a lateral move, mm-hmm. and I feel like. Two years should have shown that you did establish somebody else. And if Roman makes it to WrestleMania, that's nearly three years, right? That's mm-hmm. two and a half yeah. years. In two and a half years, you should have established somebody. Right. And I feel like Cody is the closest they've come to establishing somebody nah, bro, else. Carrying Cross, bro. but no just to clarify what i mean it's not necessarily that i'm saying that rollins should have been the guy to get the big win over roman no i mean that there should have been two titles and one of them should have been on rollins Rollins. i feel like rollins should have been wwe champion long time ago right like yes oh yeah i mean obviously it's it's, we're we're here i don't know Mm -hmm. uh we got a little bit more to talk about uh Let's see. Michael So Dope says, meh, smack, meh, SmackDown. Uh, people fake hype for cross, yawn, LOL. Kate <clears throat> says, Cerebral Assassin <laughs> taking out Vince's creative. Love you. Uh, thanks, Kate. Shout out to Kate. Uh, we've got... Why Still do people trying. hate cross so much? It's, it's kind of funny to me at this point. Like, I... I don't hate him. I, I did not enjoy most of the NXT stuff. Um... But I don't hate it. So when when he came up and people were like, oh, this guy, 
Like, I saw a whole rant about people were like, no, nah, I was hoping he signed over there. Keep him over there. And I'm like, y'all really don't like this dude, huh? And Well, I think- when the bell rings, what does it... I mean, I mean, besides squashing guys, he doesn't... But, I mean, I will I will push back with this. I don't think he's the biggest work red guy, but he did have good matches down there. That match with Finn was great. Um, I think that he can have good matches. I think he can. Um, Ooh. Sorry, you just said the right word. Of all people, I'm excited for in Hunter's Revenge Tour. It's Finn. I oh, feel Finn. like Finn Balor. <laughs> I hope Finn. that I hope that Hunter gets this right. Hey, I know you like Oscar too, Triple H. Raw could be pretty. Raw has a lot of uh, Triple H Revenge Tour uh, <laughs> candidates on it. So, like Kevin Owens, like there's a bunch of people that are over there that you know need to get something be because they were in purgatory for so long. You know, so. Yeah, I, I will say this to be fair with the cross stuff. Again, I wasn't the biggest fan of the stuff he do, was doing on NXT. But I did think that he didn't get a chance to really show what made some fans interested in him on mm-hmm. the main roster. And so I'm interested to see if it works. Um, now, if it doesn't work, I'm going to laugh hysterically. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I am interested to see what Triple H can do with this. And I do think that a lot more WWE fans are going to like Cross within the next few months because I, I think Triple H is going to get some of this stuff to work at least. Um, he knows how to present himself. And that'll yeah, be and, and, and to be honest with you, the way he was presented last night was better than he was presented any of the time he was on the main roster before. Agreed. And I didn't mind the way he came in. I thought it was the right way to bring him in. I thought it was a, a perfectly fine angle because Roman needs some fresh opponents. Drew definitely needs some fresh opponents. Mm. Um, so it worked. Um, now, again, I don't I don't know if that means strap this guy up and make him champion. Strap the rocket to him. I, I definitely believe that that's what Hunter is getting ready to do. He's about to give him the push of a lifetime. Yeah, and- I'm not surprised about all this. Cross is probably at the top of the list of most surprising people that were released because I just know tri- when he got signed, I was like, oh, Triple H, that's this guy right there. Like I, like, I know he likes everything we talked about earlier. He likes flippy guys. He likes this thing. But when I saw Karrion Cross on the Independence as Killer Cross, I saw him live a couple times. I was like, oh, this guy's he's on his way. Oh, when he was in Impact doing his thing for a long time, like I just knew that he would be one of those guys. So I'm not surprised that he's back quickly. And I do believe that Triple H is going to fucking I I feel like this is where this is really where Cross belongs. I feel like Cross fits with WWE better than he would have fit anywhere else. And really, this is where Cross wanted to be. He made that very clear in every interview after he left that he's he basically still wanted to be there. And so and I mean, of course, contingent on working with with trips, but yeah, so I'm willing to give but it a chance. I, I hope now people recognize what I was trying to say about NXT 2.0. That there was a disconnect, right? Where NXT Black and Gold was clearly not serving Vince's vision. Right. right. And so NXT was shifted to fit Vince's vision and hopefully get um, more successful call-ups. Now, what's interesting Nobody from NXT 2.0 got called up during Vince's run. Right. So, uh, you never got to see what was going to so, happen when they went so, over there. Uh, for all the talk of, well, NXT 2.0 has obviously been more successful. Where? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, where? Um, it's, uh, it's not looking what? all that great for Braun so, right now. So mm. uh, I, I'm saying all that to say. And granted, Hunter was really big on, on Braun Breaker, even going yeah. into uh, – yeah, because he talked him up 
before 2.0, he was like, mm-hmm. hey, we got this. Uh, he was like, we got the son of Rick Steiner. He's going to be amazing. Uh, he is killing it at the performance center. Like, Hunter was really big on him anyway. But my point is that uh, now we have a disconnect again because NXT 2.0 now doesn't exist to serve Hunter's vision. Right. And so mm. I do think that uh, in order to get things back on track to serve the vision of the head booker, the main guy of main television, I do think, I don't think presentationally, I think they spend all that money on those graphics and, and the set. They're not going to ditch all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as, as much as that advertisement, I'm, it'll be so hard to change as much all as that. I'm, as much as I am very sure that Hunter is just like, man, just like put like just two skulls. Just, get, just some, get some skulls in there. Get some metal, man. It's too bright, bro. Look, I'm sure he likes Wale as much as the next guy, but he is he is he is ready to change that thing. He's so, like, I, I need some rock. Where are the guitars at, bro? Yeah. They're gonna have to run back that angle from 2002. Remember when Shawn Michaels came back and then uh-huh. they found him in the parking lot and they're like, "Who took out Shawn Michaels?" And there was this long search to find out, and we found out it's Triple H. They're gonna do that again for 2.0 because he's gonna be like, "Look, I need to get my vision off here. I don't know what happened to Shawn Michaels. He didn't show up to work today, so I got." This. This. We getting some black. We getting some gold. We getting some gu- guitars. Call Poppy, and uh, we'll get it lit over there. <laughs> call Poppy. <laughs> oh, Poppy's uh, getting the call up too. Poppy is uh, like been po- waiting. Like yo, I can't. Oh, I can't wait to go back and get some entrance. Clash at the castle. You'll see Poppy just standing at the top of the stage. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's gonna go. Um, Russell Voice says, uh, "Congrats on all the success, brothers. Y'all are going to continue to keep doing great things. What are your thoughts on the amazing black talent we have in the industry? I mean." read some of Reg's writing because uh, that's, <laughs> that's, all that's what this do. man does uh, <laughs> let's go Ricky Swerve, Keith and Powerhouse especially alright I've been wanting to talk about all of this this week um, I'm like finally get to AEW I want to talk about Jungle Boy and his white privilege to start this off how are you going to have a murder beef on camera they saw this guy try to murder somebody in his car <laughs> They, we saw him. He drove and tried to kill somebody. They locked him up. The bro still. How do you, how do you how are you out? If that was a nigga, he would have been. If that was a black brother, that was Isaiah Cassidy. He would still be locked down right <laughs> now. The homie got out to I be mean, on the. And how, what happened here? I thought he. We saw him try to murder somebody on camera. <laughs> I saw. I saw it with my own eyes. They saw it. The police. Everybody saw it. We got it on camera. The bro's out. How do you get out from that? Yo, my man, my man didn't care who was in there. He was like, "Oh, Tony, there too. He can get it too." Tony, Tony, he did not care. He was trying to run the whole cast down. They locked him up, but the bro got out. How did he get out? Changed his shirt and everything, bro. <laughs> yep. Uh, fucking scam. Nah, uh, for real <laughs> The big homie powerhouse Hobbs. Oh my goodness gracious! Had a new entrance. Jeez. That man looked like Louise. a star. Uh, who? I, I talked to guess who? Guess how quickly this uh, entrance thing came up? I talked to the homie, and he said that it was that afternoon. They were gonna make a little tweak, and they made a super duper tweak. To make this amazing, like how you changed the presentation of a guy that, like, with the snap of a finger, he looked like a bigger star. I was like, just so I'm so excited about it. As soon as he his interest music hit, and it was just like, oh my god, he's a bigger star. He that looked like a, he looked like such a bigger star. Jeez, uh, I thought he looked amazing out there. Um, so awesome. He, I mean, starting with last week, and then to come back from last week, that great angle to looking like this giant star 
dominating, and then to hit this fucking snap ass spine buster. Beautiful work, man. I fucking loved every moment of it. I'm looking forward to him and Starks. Uh, I think Ricky Starks is on a fucking run doing incredible work. Holy shit. I think ultimately Starks has to be the one to uh, to go over here just because yeah, this is the, the Starks uh, yeah. train setup thing for sure. I agree. But I do feel like Hobbs is going to look really good mm-hmm. uh, all throughout. Already. I think so. Ultimately, <laughs> I uh, like the vision is clear in front of me now. What's the biggest money thing you can run with? The Battle of the Goliaths, of course. Yep. It's got, like, in-game for Starks, or for Hobbs, uh, I mean, is Wardlow, right? Like, yep. all of a sudden, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's the in-game. TNT Championship TNT fucking title showdown. Big boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I I, I'm really happy for Hobbs. <laughs> I, I'm loving everything that's happening yeah. right now. I'm loving that Ricky Starks is getting his due. Because remember, we talked about when we did this podcast before we started this, we're like, who's are some guys that could be the guy? And I was like, yo, Ricky Starks, they got him. He's there already. They just have to put a little bit behind him. And they put something behind him. People are behind him. Like, when he gets the big win, it's going to be monumental. I'm super excited. Let Starks. me tell you, though. Um, and then talking about Swerve. Like, I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's been now four weeks. I made that change to Swerve's theme music. Mm. There's nothing I pay attention to more on TV now than how the crowd responds to that. Because it's one thing to have ideas in pro wrestling. And, like, I've had ideas of pro wrestling show up. But it's one thing to have, like, one of my direct things where it was like, okay, this is a thing I directly did. You did. And uh, it kind of almost requires crowd involvement. And so (laughs) I am, like... Not only every single time I hear whose house, I'm not only like listening for it, but I'm watching the audience and I'm like, <laughs> all right, who's doing it? Who who stood up? How many hands did I see go up? It sounded it up? sounded good last night. Well, it sounded great last yeah. night. It sounded great last night. It sounded mm-hmm. great the uh, the week before. Really, just the first week. I've actually this is a thing I can't believe I'm admitting to, but uh, I put together a compilation of all four times it's been used so far, <laughs> just as a comparison. Uh, and, I love it. And like that Hilarious. first week. Where it was like, whose house? And like, yeah, it's kind of a temporary reaction. Second week, though, it was like, whose house? That was it, right? Mm-hmm. I heard it, and I'm like, okay. Third week was so loud, I, I was like, nah, shout out to uh, to Worcester, Massachusetts on the third week. And then uh, last night in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, great shit. Uh, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> I was very Nice happy. crowd, too, Michigan. Yeah, um... You know, yeah. I, I I lived in Michigan. I don't know Michigan terribly well. Uh, I know I think Grand Rapids is like three hours outside of Detroit. But I was mm-hmm. curious how um, running Michigan twice in a month was going to go. Mm-hmm. But apparently two different markets did yeah. just fine. Uh, and they showed out for uh, Rampage slash uh, Battle of the Belts. That fucking... The... Main event, no DQ match. That damn German suplex. That German suplex. What are you guys? That's crazy. You know what was nuts about that spot? So, of course, we're talking about the the German suplex spot in which uh, Josh Woods, German suplex, Keith Lee, off the the ring apron through two tables. So, what was crazy about that spot was I'm watching it, 
and we've seen it a million times. A lot somebody of times, attempts yeah. things like that, and then it doesn't happen, right? Because it's like, how are you actually going to do it? And in the back of my mind, I'm watching it going, what if they did, though? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nuts? I mean, it's not going to happen. Like, somebody's going to come break this up, or, like, Swerve's going to come over, powerbomb Josh Woods to those two tables. We know how this goes. And then once I see Tony Nese get up, I'm like, uh... What, what's about to happen here? And then he kicks Keith Lee's hands. And Joshua's actually super uh, suplexed. Uh, German suplexed. Keith Lee through two tables. Crowd chanted, holy shit. JR said, holy doo-doo. Yeah. Um, and nice landing yeah. for the guys. Safe bump. Oh, it was great. I loved it. That, that wasn't the craziest call I heard JR do last night. When JR threw out a gone with your bad self, I was like, what year is it? Like, what? What? <laughs> What are you doing, Jr? Uh, 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 <laughs> no, when Anna J was choking out the homie on the dynamite, Jr. said, "What a good way to what a way to go." Yo, <laughs> you a nasty man. Jr. Got to relax, man. What a way to go. What's crazy is that. On remember TV? when Jr. Jr. placed next to Lawler was like, "Oh, Jr. is the straight man here." You right. Know, J- like Lawler is. He would is, have to control Lawler. Yeah. And now <laughs> but, it's like. He just only had slightly more control than Lawler. And so by comparison, it was like, nah, that's that's, that's not who JR is. JR, right. but no, now no, we know. No, JR is Lawler now. He's be getting his shit yeah. off. Man, but yeah, that main event last night was great. Tremendous. Uh, those man, Swerve and Lee together have had three really good tag matches. I mean, mm-hmm. the Forbidden Door tag match, mm. of course, their their title win. And this match now the I, uh, the uh, double or nothing match too, the double or nothing match yeah, as that well. match was fired. Um, for four. Can I say uh, what I want to see? And I guess this ties into other black wrestlers from the week. I know that uh, the 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 want going around right now is still FTR, right? Especially mm-hmm. from like the the fans online are still like, okay, FTR have been number one contenders for like three months. Uh, <laughs> give them their shot at the titles. It should be Swerve and Keith Lee versus FTR at All Out. Disagree. Mm. Because uh, the thing that FTR has going for them is three sets of title belts, mm-hmm. which gives them other shit to do. Yep. yep. And so I, I still I mean, we feel just like... saw them have two matches of the year for not the AEW World Championships. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. And so I'm still like, <laughs> nah, defend those titles. Yeah. And you know why? Because there's one act right now that if you don't capitalize on right now, and there mm-hmm. you go, Philip Lindsay mm-hmm. knows what I'm talking about. Yep. There's one <laughs> act agree. right now that, no, that is so hot that I feel like if you don't capitalize right now, you may not get an opportunity. As, I've said it as, 20 as times. When that theme hits, the crowd goes crazy. But right now, the acclaimed is so hot right They're now. They're hot. Um, and they got to have a great showing against uh, the Gun Club. And uh, although I got to say, when that cardboard box fell out of the 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 dumpster, I, I thought I thought that was a body. I was right. like, I was real oh, worried. No. <laughs> <laughs> that went terribly wrong. Uh, yeah, I, I was. I know. I I backed it up. I was like, uh, wait, wait, wait. What did I just see fall out of there? Because it got violent. I was like, whatever it was, got crushed. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, it was a cardboard box. I like played it in slow-mo. I'm like, did I just see a body fall out? Mm. Um, But no. Either way, they got to have a great showing. 
crowd was way into him. The crowd loves everything about the acclaim. Yep. Everybody loves the acclaimed, as Seriously. they've been telling us for years. This baby face turn for them has been uh, electric. And man. I say... Bowens be working, man. That Bowens be guy. The crowd working. was chanting, let's go Bowens. Like, the, crowd is, the crowd is into Bowens. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be a mistake to let them do anything else. But, you know, they pointed out that they're the winningest AEW tag team. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah. They deserve their shot, man. They do. And I'm like, okay, it's time. It's got to mm -hmm. be the acclaimed. You just got to, mm -hmm. you got to go. Like, honestly, that's what I would want to see right now mm -hmm. is Swerve and Keith Lee versus the acclaimed. That would um, be dope. And you know what's funny is that would bring that first Swerve segment, that first Dynamite he was on full circle. Oh, right. I remember yeah, when nope. it, was, uh, the it was the acclaimed backstage. They were interrupted by Starks and Hobbs, and then Swerve walked in, and mm -hmm. then they were like, swish a house. Like, remember that segment? Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's still, like, in my head vividly. But... The acclaimed have still not gotten to be involved in any of that, and that right. will bring all of that full circle. I like it. I'm loving. I it. would like to see it, man. Mm -hmm. I actually so. really liked that dumpster match. I was surprised mm -hmm. that it was as good as it was. Um, mm -hmm. I liked all the small touches, like uh, the gear choices. I mean, Bowen's coming out with the homage to Billy Guns. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, that was. Uh, uh, you're right. Go ahead. He, yeah, he had the he had the scissors on him instead of the lips, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but. My man Caster had that uh, homage to the Gangstar logo mm. on the side of his tights. Mm. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, great. I yeah, thought it was great. It was, it was but great. I agree with you. I think that Acclaim deserves their shot. Mm -hmm. Did you see where uh, Austin Gunn said Road Dog is officially giving him the blessing to continue doing the shake, rattle, and roll punches? <laughs> so, I bet. So he says he's going to keep it going. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, he's, he's trying to get all the little bait he can send out. Yeah, he can do my move. I'm sure. Tell your yeah, boss yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him where you got that from, Colton. Tell him where you got it. Guy is thirsty, man. Jeez. Every time he has a new thing, he's like, but also, I'd be a great fit for AEW. You guys like fruit snacks? It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What does AEW <laughs> got to do with this, bro? <laughs> I'm going to keep sure. dunking on Brian. He deserves it. Fucking no, nah, Brian I absolutely mean, deserves to be dunked on. <laughs> nah, you know Brian is like calling Verizon Wonder, and he's like, hey, is my phone working? Because I haven't gotten, you know. I've been sending I, I, these texts, and I don't I just had not got a reply back. It's like, like is no, it my no. phone? <laughs> I, th I think it's my phone. This is probably my phone. Do I got a signal? You know, when oh, they make the phone man. call just to make sure that the, mm -hmm. the phone's like, working. like, no, it's working. You're getting and receiving texts, bro. Yeah. That just, they just don't like you over there. Like, carrying cross returns. He's like, all right, it's any second now. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H lost my number too, man. My phone is just not working to Connecticut. Text or like, Florida, hey, I don't is, know. hey, just so you know, this is still my number. <laughs> it's Road Dog. Yo. <laughs> Road Dog. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Calling somebody and leaving it on their voicemail is sick, bro. <laughs> it's Road Dog. Hey, you can't forget. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, Dream Ninja says, I try not to be overly optimistic with Triple H in charge, but the possibility of S and N back, uh, Gargano and Candice back, and NXT version of Shayna signed me up. Yeah. Again, I... like I said, Revenge Tour. This is it, man. But the thing is, the key is we get to see if it works. That's, get yeah. get Shayna her old theme back, too, man. Yeah, this, I love the old theme. This thing she has is like horrible. Yeah. 
Brent yeah, says, Gargano's a big a big question. We'll see what happens with him. Only thing better would have been if he walked out, on, and this is in rever- uh, reference to Carrion, uh, would have been if he walked out on stage and burned that stupid bondage outfit, just drive that point home. <laughs> Give time. He 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 gonna cook. Something's gonna be on fire soon. <laughs> yeah, he been waiting to set something on fire, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Alex. Uh, oh, shout out says, Alex in the game. Look at uh, this. Just sending y'all extra good vibes today. Saw um, you I out actually... there with Bianca and uh, yep. out at the stadium. You out there killing it. Yeah, you had no, William Washington had... on the show too. Y'all she got some big great time guests, guests this over week. there. Yeah, that's right. She did have Will Washington <laughs> on the show this week. Uh, and that was that was a fun time. Uh, I had yeah. a really fun time. She had uh, Sean Ross Sapp on yesterday. Um, shout out her and Sir Wilkins. Yeah, um, shout out them. Listen to their podcast. They've been having fucking back to back heaters of guests. Yes, complex. Um, and uh, let's see. Joel Wood says, "So do you see Wyatt, Sasha, Naomi, and Gargano all returning to WWE now that Triple H holds the pencil? All but Wyatt. I don't know where all this Wyatt talk. You don't think Bray Wyatt's gonna come back? You don't think he's into it? No, I don't think. What so. gives you that impression that Bray's not coming back? I just don't see it. I don't. Uh, I don't see Bray in the the mix here at all. I think that." Uh, I think one, he became really expensive, and I think that uh, what Bray his fault though. I know, but what Bray (laughs) eventually became, I don't see that as part of Hunter's vision. I can see that, like no firehouse fun, uh, yeah, Firefly Funhouse, like all the supernatural stuff, like all of that. That that wasn't what Bray was in NXT. Bray was Mm -hmm. just kind of like a cult leader, right? Mm -hmm. And then for whatever reason, Vince was like, "Oh, cult leader with superpowers," and Mm -hmm. somehow the shit just went out of fucking control. and but i do think it's clear that uh hunter is trying to redeem a lot of his booking call-ups and things like that like the thing is bray's not one of those people that was a failed call-up right like i get bringing back dakota uh because dakota was somebody who um hunter was very behind in nxt and uh they just never even tried to call her up it was right. like she she worked a few um, main event tapings, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they never even gave her a shot and were just like, nah, she's gone, released. Uh, and Carrion was somebody that Hunter had done all of his, put all that work behind. They brought him up, didn't even do anything with what Hunter had tried. Bray, though, Bray's a different story because Bray is somebody who was a three-time world champion mm-hmm. on the main roster. Bray was somebody that... Uh, like, he got a shot. It's not that he is not somebody that didn't necessarily get. I won't say that he got necessarily a fair shot because all of his runs were kind of ended prematurely for whatever reason. The first one, it was like, hey, we made him champion at Elimination Chamber. He got to beat John Cena and then in the worst world title match in history, uh, loses to Randy Orton uh, via distraction of bugs being projected on the ground Um, and then and then they made him universal champion uh he was having a strong run and then they're like actually goldberg and then they made him universal champion again and literally a week later he lost it to thunderdome rome yeah so um i'm going to disagree with you i think bray will be back and i think I think because when you think about Bray's career, 
Um, the guy that really saved Bray's career when he was still doing the Husky hair stuff and he came back to NXT and changed his, his gimmick around, that was Triple H. Yeah. And so I think that he's enjoyed working with Triple H. He said more than once that he enjoyed working with Triple H. Um, and then the other thing is, where else does Bray fit? Like, I, I feel like Bray can go somewhere else and succeed. But honestly, the best place for him is WWE. Bray's like, a WWE guy. I don't oh, think yeah, he. That's the other I, thing I think too. he's always has. I, been. I, you know, it's weird. Is that if you ask me, is Bray gonna get signed by AEW? The answer is also no. No, um, no, I, I no. And I think so the, I suppose if you rephrase the question and said he hasn't been to CYN yet, so I assume <laughs> that he's gonna that. come back. To <laughs> <you>. <laughs> if you rephrase the question, well, it sounds like nobody's going to CYN. Uh, but uh, if you rephrase the question as which promotion do I see Bray in most? WWE easily. Right. Uh, if it's in this run of bringing back people that Vince cut in the last year, do I think Bray's one of them? I don't see him being high up on the priority list when it seems like the guys that are getting brought back are guys that never got a shot. Not necessarily gotcha. guys who... But see, I, I think they're going to bring Bray back for a different reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily fixing mistakes that WWE made with Bray. You think it's I, crowd-pleasing? I yeah. think I think when you think of... What do you like, do when the pops run out, though? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, I just think when you think of the biggest stars that they could bring back from the last two years, Bray is he's top of that list. Easily. He's top. Oh, and, he's a massive star. I so I, I I think Bray will be back. I think it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be doing like the super fiend shit, but he'll be back in some capacity. He's gonna. I think there's nowhere else. It it's either come back to WWE or just be done with pro wrestling because I don't think he's gonna be on the indies like riding it out. So no, he's not gonna be, be an indie wrestler. Yeah, um, he'll be back. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's places he could go and succeed if I really thought about it, but. WWE is really the best. He could succeed in Impact doing his shit, but it's Impact, so. Uh, Britt says, sadly, not everyone could be Ali or Hangman. I mean, those are top elite performers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of elite, by the way, we saw the reunion of the Hung Bucks this week. We did. The elite, the the elite. Hangman Page made the save as (laughs) Red Dragon and Adam Cole put the beat down on the Young Bucks. Hangman's fashion choice, uh, uh, caused the stir with his butterflies. <laughs> um, yeah, I <laughs> I got a lot of amusement, not just of him coming out in the jeans and doing that, but just the way that the way that elite fans kind of move and how they're like, there's a there's an explanation for everything, and people yeah. are like, well, look at this tweet over here. That's why he's wearing the butterflies and <laughs> all this stuff. And I was like, I'm with you guys, but the guy's still ran down down there with jeans covered in butterflies. It's still butterflies, man. It, but it, yeah, no, they'll always I, tie I, I it like up Phil every making, single time. Phil also <laughs> making that video uh, with Mariah Carey's uh, lead single off her best album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had to get that part in. Don't worry. Oh yes, I absolutely did. Matter of fact, where where is Butterfly on my desk? Hold on, it's here somewhere. Is it? Where the hell is I, I think the funniest thing about the whole thing is um, everybody free... thought it was me. By the way, so mm-hmm. so the way this went, yeah, you guys know, but for for viewers, um, the way this went is I was up at around one or two in the morning working on something else. And for whatever reason, like, I saw the clip of him coming down, and I just, like, immediately thought Butterfly, and I was like, yo, Will, why haven't you done this? And at this point, I thought he was asleep. I I figured he was asleep. So I was like, wait a minute. 
I was like, if if I'm gonna be Will Washington for the night, let me pick up my Pixel Pro. Mm-hmm. Let me see yeah. if I can figure out how to do this on my phone real quick. And I did. And it, and so when I when I tweeted it out, I thought it was hilarious that you had people like, man, Will go to sleep. What are you yeah. doing? I'm like, no, he is. Asleep. Yeah, no, I was so. long asleep at that point. I was sick. I had. Uh, I barely even got to finish watching Dynamite. I was so sick. Oh, I damn. sick uh, boy. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Are you okay? Yeah, hey, I'm fine now. And I took another COVID test. It was negative. So uh, I was worried too because I was texting everybody who went to Denise's wedding last week. Like, hey, are you all right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like shit. But I know people in Nashville who uh, who got COVID. So uh, uh, did, did you eat the oysters? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was the only person I didn't text. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin this person's honeymoon with the possibility that. Right. Hey, uh, so, you mm. know, I actually did not text Denise at all. Mm. You guys know this story be- better than she does at this point. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I am not feeling good at all. But it, I don't know. I was negative. I've taken three tests now Shit. so yeah uh, i i hope that i hope that me attempting to be you for the night mm-hmm. made you feel better in, in, in the next day it, hey like, you know what though uh when the fever and all that shit dissipated because i think like tuesday i just started sneezing like crazy like this is why i feel like i just have a cold um wednesday fever everything i just felt like shit thursday fever everything felt like shit friday fine uh, I've got like a little bit of congestion left, like a little leftover cough, but for the most part, I'm fine. Uh, so, I don't know. Anyway, Butterfly, best album. Uh, <laughs> also, also though, as I mentioned last week, it's 20 year anniversary uh, this December. A uh, little album called Charm Bracelet. So, <laughs> yo, they gotta they gotta start sending us some checks, bro. The way you put right over on the MC, show. send the coin, baby girl. You don't have to send the coin, Mariah. Yes, you do, Mariah. Don't listen to him. Don't, 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 don't copyright strike us, please. Don't, don't <laughs> take our, will, don't take our account down. I will put over all the Mariah Carey music, always and forever. Oh, here he goes. Forever, also being a song off of the album um, "Daydream." Uh, mm. So, anyway, uh, oh, I don't know if Reg is ready for this one. No, I'm not. Uh, Cade says, with all of that Fight Forever news coming out and Sparks basically confirming it, I wanted to ask y'all how it feels to be on a video game soundtrack. Who's on a video game soundtrack? I haven't heard anything about this. I don't know who's on there. What are you talking about? I'm not on there. Well, I haven't heard any official news myself, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Fight Forever! Slap, 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 slap. It's going to be a cool game when when it comes out. Everybody... Go get it. Yeah, why were people mad about mini games? Like, people are weird. Uh, I mean, they're just looking for a reason to dunk on it. Um, I will say this: uh, I thought getting THQ Nordic to publish it was a smart move, and the and a key piece of the presentation <clears throat> because I feel like Kenny has been trying to tell people forever that this game is going to be a throwback. Right, mm-hmm. that it's a it's an homage to the wrestling games of the early two thousands. Kenny's been saying that since day one. That's what he said he wanted the game to be. Screenshots come out, graphics come out, people are like, Hey, this doesn't look like two K, this sucks. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's like Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, this is what Kenny said it was always going to be was a, a throwback yes. style game. Um and that he's like, I don't want a simulation. I Kenny said I 
as far as the game was concerned, and I said this when some stuff came out about the game late last year, uh, or maybe that was earlier this year, but uh, talked about the animations in the game and how Kenny specifically said he didn't want mocap. He wanted it hand animated because uh, mocap tends to go for realism, and here he wants it a little more over the top, uh, and that was the goal of the game. That's what they were going for. I feel like that point went yes until I honestly believe it was seeing that THQ logo for a lot of people, I think finally gave the idea of what you're supposed to be seeing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so good on them for getting THQ Nordic on board here because THQ Nordic for all intents and purposes has nothing to do with the original THQ. Like, right. it was literally Nordic Games, the company that was founded in 2011. Mm-hmm. In 2016, uh, so THQ went under, what, 2013? And then uh, Nordic purchased the assets of THQ in 2016. And so now they have the THQ logo, they have the rights to it, they have all of that. So this is literally just the pop people. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna fucking work, because I saw people who... Uh, the second they saw the classic THQ logo at the beginning of the trailer of the teaser, they were like, "Oh my god, my feels, my nostalgia." Mm-hmm. It's like I think that was just enough presentationally to finally get people to see what this game is supposed to be. Right. Uh, and the mini games look look fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be enough of them to be anything more than just like a one time novelty. Right. Um, but I am interested in seeing all of this. I did hear that the content of the game, uh, and this is how this was put to me, was uh, the assets. The assets of the game were finalized about four weeks ago. So uh, as far as we're concerned, what's in the game is what's in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... <laughs> We know that all the character models are done. Like everything is is good to go. Mm-hmm. We the, they are on the home stretch with that game. Yeah, uh, get it. And come have really it. great music soundtrack. <laughs> I've heard. You know what though? <laughs> this was the thing I was th- uh, I thought was really cool about this. Um, regardless of who's making the music and who's a part of everything, one of the cool things here is I had to really think about this. Was that generation of Here Comes the Pain, Raw 2, and WrestleMania 19, and correct me if I'm wrong here, chat, the last set of, I guess, mainline wrestling games to have an original soundtrack? Because starting with SmackDown versus Raw, they started licensing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from then on, it was just like, oh, it's just like mainstream music or, right. and all of that. But as far as having an original soundtrack, I remember like Raw 2 and Here Comes the Pain had the same songs. I think WrestleMania 19 had those same songs too. And I think even Day of Reckoning did as well. Uh, But that's the last time I remember original music being in those games. But like you think about like SmackDown 2, for whatever reason, the soundtrack to that game will be forever burned in my brain. (laughs) I don't know why. But uh, those original songs like are just stuck forever. Mm-hmm. So, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't remember the last time like a mainline game 
had original music. I don't know. Uh, let's see. But either way, fight forever. Uh, Get it. My hope, and I'm going to inquire. I'm going to start reaching out to, to people because uh, a couple of my um, questions about the game were left on red this week, which is, uh, which is my biggest especially when it's people I'm friends with, that's my, that's usually the biggest no comment to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right. Because it's like, look, I will talk to you about literally anything else, but if I leave this on red, this is a no comment yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not even saying no comment. I'm not saying shit. This Nothing. is, this is red. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is to make sure you knew I saw it, but <laughs> I am not answering this. So I asked around a lot about the game this week. Um, but one of the questions I have is, is anybody aiming for Game Pass? Because that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. That's that would just be really great, great for all I games think, at this point. I think that would be great exposure. Um, and I'm curious to see if... I don't know. Joel Wood says, I'm still baffled at the thought that Disco Inferno actually trained somebody. <laughs> I mean, look, man. Uh, I'm not going to knock him as, <laughs> as a trainer because I don't know what that entails. I know he even trained with Triple H back in, what year was that? Uh, 02 when Hunter was preparing, or 01 when Hunter was preparing to come back from the quad injury and uh, Disco hadn't um, signed with anybody uh, after WCW went under. He was one of the people training with Hunter to make his comeback. And then Hunter turned around and like didn't say to Vince, hey, you should sign that guy. Nope. Uh, but the... Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Zachary Sweeney says, "Why does Will's Booker T sound like Undertaker?" Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee. I don't know. Undertaker does not. Yeah, no. Texas. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, Jesus Garcia says, SmackDown yesterday felt like they were on a three-hour show pace instead of the two hours it has. Better show than normal, though, at least. Yeah, I will I will say that the matches were great. I thought mm-hmm. that uh, I liked seeing Ricochet versus uh, Baron Corbin. I thought that Ricochet getting the win was a... Um, thank you, Rich. Uh, I thought Ricochet getting the win was a good sign for, again, Hunter yes. guys. I love Ricochet. Yeah, I, my I, bad face was for Happy Corbin, of course. I, I, yeah. I was glad that he won, but again, there was a lot of McAfee in that match. Yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> there was. Um, but then also Shinsuke versus Ludwig, I thought was also very good. Oh, and then next week is Shinsuke and Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. That's a big fight now. I hope Gunther when Vince booked like, it, booked to be awful. This is going to be good, I think, if they get time. I, I hope when Gunther wins, he just grabs the mic and goes. My name is Naguta. Mm. <laughs> it's Walter. It just like walks off. And, no, I think they I think they view Gunther as a success. So definitely. Uh, but I'm just thinking like in that same way where he just inexplicably was just like, That's not my name. Mm-hmm. Um That's not in my that name. one interview hey, he did, he tried to act like name. he liked it though. He was like, Nobody's called Walter. I'm like, dude, how many people are called fucking Gunther, my bro? <laughs> well, I mean, but see the other thing is now this this version is not even Walter anymore. Cause he's he's right. slimmed down. Like mm-hmm. the presentation is different. I pretty much I I'm I think he's gonna stay as Gunther. Yeah, he's basically Gunther now. He's Gunther. Um, I don't I don't think we answered my man's second question because we jumped into the Cornette oh, stuff. Oh, UGK. Oh. We, didn't, we didn't even answer his UGK question because that was like a detail. 
Uh, international players uh, anthem because that's one of the greatest songs of all time and ugk and outcast like how could you yeah i see i wanted to give that answer but i'm like that song to me was made by 3000 and i'm like it wasn't even ugk but he didn't want to be on it you don't know the story of this song uh, yes, he didn't want to be on the song i know he Pimpsey had had one of the best verses on there though, yeah so i mean I, it's but still I feel like UGK the right. best verse is andre's opening it's so like it is but <laughs> so i don't know uh but that's that's an easy one to go with um let me see it uh is probably the one that sticks out to me the most i don't know uh yeah that's the answer i'll go with underground kings what a great group recipes yeah. pimpsey rest in peace pimpsey yeah, he would hate everything that's happening right now. He'd be, we're lucky that he doesn't have Instagram Live because he would be canceled on. A, I mean, you think Bootsy is bad? Let Pimp C have been on Instagram Live. I mean, dude, <laughs> it still blows my mind that Pimp C is gone just because, like, we spent all them years with the free Pimp C stuff, right? Like, yeah, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, what, a year yeah. that Pimp C was out? And mm-hmm. then. I remember seeing the headline, Pimpsey yeah. dead, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It's like the same, the ODB is like the same type of thing. Everybody was like, uh-huh. pre-OD, pre-ODB, and then he got out, and then he died, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, man, somebody, I was watching a, a documentary about some of the Tupac stuff, and when they were like, he he made it out of jail, and then he was on death row for less than a year. And right. Like, he was on death row for less yeah, than no, a year. Yeah, no, that year seems like 500 years, because oh, there's but, so much went the content- on. All yeah. the content he made, and yes, yeah, so much went on in that year. But when you think about how much happened in '96 alone, right? yeah, it, it was it, like, it, yeah, because they talk about the '95 Source Awards, and he wasn't there; he was locked up. That's like yeah. he was gonna be on death row when he got out, and then he got out, and then was on death row, and then he had like five years worth of run in like those nine months. But, and <laughs> yeah. a lot of that stuff, though, um, which I know created a lot of the dissension in death row. Uh, and a lot of that stuff kind of gets lost. Yeah. Was that was stuff Death Row was already working on. Right. And Suge Knight was basically like, nah, this is Tupac's now. Yeah. Like, Snoop Dogg uh, says that he had like a whole album and, and Tupac, they were like, no, all these are for Tupac now. And he was yeah, like, what? Like, um, <laughs> and some of that stuff is out there. There's uh, like Got My Mind Made Up originally didn't have yep. Tupac on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's what else was there? Oh, uh, Can't See Me uh, mm-hmm. was originally a Dog Pound song. Yeah. And there's actually a version out there that is, that does have um, Corrupt and Daz uh, rapping over the exact same can't beat. Say, I'm like, I'm, some of them you can't be mad at because Tupac went crazy. I know, Can't, can't See, see Me is a great track, right? Man. But like, Can't See Me was a song. When I'm rolling that... by, niggas can't see me. I like how that's a phrase now associated with John Cena, but like. Right. Fucking Cena, yeah, punk. But but literally the first track on disc two of All Eyes on Me, the blind stares of a million mm-hmm. pairs of eyes looking hard <laughs> but won't realize that they'll never see the P. Um, but yeah, the uh, I don't know. The, there's there's a lot of tracks. California Love was a track Dre was already working on. Mm-hmm. Those were all songs that like they came and set him up. That's why he got a double album because he had yeah. so much content. Know, like, you but, know, but might as well yeah, be Shug two Knight was like. Hey, all that shit you're working on, all going on Pac's album. Uh, we are going to make this money back from 
this contract we signed with Tupac. And then he fucking died, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? They they had him over there wild. Speaking of hip-hop, that Joey, I listened to the Joey Badass album. Great album. I like everything that he did in there. Uh, He did like a tribute to himself. It was almost a CM Punk type thing. He paid tribute to himself in this album. A lot of great beats. This track about uh, Capital Steve's. Whew, man, oh my God! Feels on that Capital. Get Steve's me out of here! Yes. Yeah. Rest, rest in peace to Cap- Capital Steve's. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good album. Um, yeah. I think it kind of trails off towards the end. I feel like yeah, it, the, the, the little bit of the middle was kind of, uh, but I like yeah. I like a lot of what's going on in it. Man, that 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 first record with the well, not the first record, the second record with the Stephanie Mills sample. That mm-hmm. selector is that's fire. That dude is a beast, and him and Joey always make good work together. Right. I have to retract something, by the way, because I was on here saying Lupe's got the album of the year. I was wrong, guys. That Beyonce album is great, <laughs> and I don't, it's I don't know if people expected that to come from me, but seriously, that Beyonce I listened album to is the crazy. Beyonce album for the first time, and I'm not like I don't play Beyonce in my car. That's like not my preferred method of music, but great album, phenomenal. I would definitely dance with your girlfriend at the club to all those records. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but no, no, man. I I, I have to give it up. Like, I mean, I'm not this big Beyonce fan either, but no, that album is. Beyonce will make you like, she'll force you to like her. If you listen to it, you're like, damn, Beyonce, she did it again. (laughs) The views represented here on Grapsity do not represent all members of Grapsity. Wait, what is this guy talking about? Because I will say. Beyonce is fucking greatest, and there's only one artist I put above Beyonce. And Whoa, here we go. But other than that, hold on a minute. Nah, Beyonce's the fucking greatest. Yes. And that album, of course, the album was great. But I'm not one of those. I don't, you know, Beyonce's not my cup of tea. No, Beyonce is my cup of tea. I listen to a lot of fucking Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, you got Twelve. And, I mean, Beyonce. Beyonce's my right cup now. of tea. But I mean, she's definitely not... my cup of tea. But I'm, not, <laughs> I'm saying, like, I'm not running back her records when I'm driving my car. That's not what the music I listen to. Beyonce's one thousand percent my cup of tea, and I would fucking. You, I'm talking I'm about musically, sir. Oh, I thought oh, we were. I thought we were crossing no, over. I'm here. talking musically. Mm. Beyonce is now even that music. too. But I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm hip hop. I don't really. Yeah. I listen to fucking. I, I will uh, say, scare, as they call it, scaring the hoes music. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, um, I will say, uh, the older I've gotten, uh, now because I was an R&B kid too. Like I, I, I would like to pretend that this wasn't a, the way I always was, but. Uh, Nah, even as a kid, I was like, I I wanted the Tupac albums, but then also like, Usher was dope. See, my thing is like when people describe their growing up, they're like, oh, my parents were playing like aren't like everything you described. My mom was playing like gangster rap NWA. Her favorite album was the Dub C album. Then she liked the Plies album. Like she doesn't. She's playing. Yo, she likes hardcore shit. So it's like uh, there's an R and B section that I like because like everybody else my in my family was playing R and B, but my mom was playing like gangster rap. So I'm like. I mean, look, I've heard Reg mom <laughs> stories straight from Reg. Reg's mom sounds so dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> your mom listening to Plies sounds hilarious. Man, that was her shit for a long time. Applies album. Who, That's hilarious. Who, wait a minute. I'm looking at our comments. Who on earth thinks Beyonce fell off? Like, what world do you live in, sir? How do Beyonce you has not fallen off. Like, uh, what are you talking know. about? Like, he, have you watched the charts? Have you watched every I time even she drops? my lips to say that. What? That's not how this works. Like, I thought Break My Soul wasn't going to take off like that. And yeah, you crazy. It. I know, when I first heard it, I was like, ooh, maybe this is the one that, like, doesn't. 
doesn't hit like that. And now no, I everywhere I look, you won't break my soul. See, that's what that's what people don't know about sequencing an album. Like that's why I don't like to listen to singles, honestly, because like it doesn't. Like I can, I, I've done that before where I've heard a single and I'm like, oh, this doesn't hit. But when you hear it as a part of the album and you're like, oh, I understand it. It makes a lot more sense. And I think that this sounds like that was one of those situations where people are like, I don't know, Beyonce, but when you hear Break My Soul as a part of the album, you're like, oh yeah, that's why. I, I, I guarantee you, <laughs> if we were in Vegas. Um, after Break My Soul came out, mm-hmm. we would have heard it everywhere. I oh, definitely. It. Definitely. Yeah. And matter of fact, uh, my bro went to Vegas for his birthday like a week ago, and he was like everywhere. And I was like, I yeah, knew it. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. She yep. did not fall uh, off, guy. No. Uh, it seems <laughs> like so up. long ago since that Kendrick album came out, and people were like, the Kendrick album is album of the year. And like, I feel like I oh, don't that, listen that to has, the Kendrick album. That has gone all. forgotten. Uh, I think the only thing that has gotten Kendrick. I think the only thing that's gotten forgotten quicker than the Kendrick album is Drake. Uh, oh man, that, yeah. yeah. I, and then I, when I, you hear the Beyonce album, like, oh, that's what you were doing, but you weren't gonna do it. Like I Beyonce. I have a confession. I still listen to the Drake album regularly. Oh, okay, that's your bumper. <laughs> so my favorite my album bumper. of the year is still Benny the Butcher, Time to Talk for, because it's about that Griselda shit. That shit's fire. I like their Earl Sweatshirt album too. Yeah, I, uh, I did like the Earl album a lot. Reggie says, Graps crew ain't never lied. Just showing love from the mecca of pro wrestling, a.k.a. Hey, shy. Here y'all go. Hope to see you guys <laughs> at All Out. Peace, fam. You will see your boy. <laughs> Bill again, is ready, ready, Your boy ready will be out go. here All Out weekend. Uh, okay, so remember I said I'm probably not doing All Out. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it's probably increased to like 35% likely <laughs> that I'm doing it. I know, I know how it's going to go, man. You're going to come in here a, a week from now and it's going to be 60%. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to turn um, into my fights book. I have I, I have a big meeting happening Tuesday and that will determine what happens with All Out Weekend. Mm-hmm. So we'll I'm trying to pull that. up to New York City for a Grand Slammer. Yeah, and so I've got some NYC like... As well. So I have some irons in the fire for New York. You guys know about those. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I should really be there. And it's really like doing those two trips. I don't know. We, yeah. we are going to see. Uh, hey, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get us a uh, big pimpin' in NYC, man. Come on. Mm. Well, speaking <laughs> of way, leg- legendary Pimp C-verse. Keep that lean up in my cup. Mm-hmm. Don't don't keep leaning your cup. That's no, why. That's why Pepsi that's is why he died. Don't drink yeah, lean. That, don't do that. <laughs> don't do not do not keep it in your cup. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shout out to Eloquent. Says peace, my G's. First time I've watched Raw in years. Uh, shouts out to Wall Street Journal for saving WWE. <laughs> Yo, up, uh, <laughs> that's great. Shout out to Eloquent. Yeah, no, definitely. I like. I saw a whole bunch of that. Was the 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 theme of the week of people being like, "This is the first time I'm watching Raw in 500 years." So, yeah. Wall Street Journal. Yep. Um, Raw was actually good. I was surprised. Yeah, no, I, I watched yeah. it. And I, it was. I wasn't mad at it. Yep. Uh, Emily says, "A long time listener, first time super chatter. Thank you, Emily. Uh, mm-hmm. Grapsity is one of my can't miss shows, and I appreciate everything y'all do. Thanks for helping balance out the garbage takes out there." <gasps> That's Thanks, right. Emily. I have uh, other stuff to talk about. That's okay, I forgot about a, a lot of garbage takes. Okay, Van Twin Blade <laughs> says um, first show for uh, Clockwork Reg, uh, Sandman on Netflix. Yeah, if Clockwork be- Reg. If there's not, I'm only where I'm watching Sandman if there's beers. If there's beers, a kendo stick, and Inner Sandman, and he uh, does the 
he hits the beer on his head after he drinks it all after Inner Sandman happens. That's the only way I'm watching that show. So that was uh, an ECW reference for you guys being slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have Netflix, so I haven't watched that, man. Nathan DePaul says, uh, Reg is right, Anna J killed a dude, no one cares. Bro, we don't know what happened to that guy either. That that's no. a couple of kill they're both they're a couple and they be killing people together. They, they killed they, two murder uh, beasts in one people show. People care because people were thirsting all over Anna choking homie out. And I was I'm like, saying. if you guys come on man. Me next type yeah, deal. I love me some Silva says final boss Hobbs. Mm. It's only it. a matter of time. Man. Brent Lockman. Uh, amazing that it only took a week and it feels like all of Team Taz leveled up. They did. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The uh, Matt says I was in the front row uh, for that Worcester show. Huge pop for Swerve. I don't like. I said I. I. It's one of those things I am very conscious of. I've been paying attention to uh, that intro because, like, every time it hits, I'm like. Ugh. Just wait right. for the week that I hear who's house and then crickets. And I'm like, oh, hot that, shit. Uh, so, uh, yo, <laughs> speaking of hot, oh, speaking no, of hot shit. Oh my God. Yo, I he could have kept it, my bro. He yo, did not have so, to. So, that clip of him talking about it was even funnier because did you guys see that Nori um, posted that clip of Nelly coming down to the stage at yeah. the Harry Spears <laughs> show? Harry Spears. <laughs> he had a shocky with him. That was great. Everybody oh. is. Uh, is Nah, Bro had a wife and he has given he is it. A wife. What are you uh, doing, like he don't man? care. He's like, I'm, I was heartbroken while I was married. I wasn't divorced or nothing. My wife was in the other room, and it was the hardest thing that ever happened in my love life. I'm like, yo, what? Bro? He was like, you know how I found out? They went the game together, homie. You at, you at home with your wife? You're at home with your wife. What you think Ashanti's supposed to be doing? Ashanti uh, is fine. They're finer than ever, too. So shout out to Ashanti. Yeah. Shame, I, I agree with that. By the way, Ashanti like <laughs> oh, early Ashanti. Stop the super chat. was like, hold yeah. on, <laughs> hold up. I agree with that. I actually uh, am more into Ashanti now than now. I was as a yeah. teenager. So mm-hmm. I agree with that. She's uh, amazing. Shame Monster says, "Old Mance on national TV. What a time Crazy. to be alive." Need Mancer versus Dustin Rhodes or a tag team? By the way, Layla Gray's theme slaps. Yo, yeah, I didn't really think that they were going to give it up like that for Matt's <laughs> like this. But then I was thinking about it the other day. And when Matt's first left MLW, I thought that he was going to be I thought he was going to go to AEW and be doing everything that he's doing now. But he got hurt and some things happened. But, yeah, I was surprised. But then I'm also not surprised because I kind of expected this to happen. So shout out to Matt's. That was super cool. They did that. Everything that happened was perfect. Like him and Mox were both bleeding. Like there's beers. Like everything that needs to happen happened. So mm-hmm. great way yeah. to introduce somebody. Yeah, uh, great way to introduce him. By the way, the Layla theme is great, but Stokely definitely put it over coming down. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that, that was, was awesome. Hilarious. Yeah, it says Stokely entrance is getting the Beyonce theme over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stokely. Uh, let's see. It's Stokely really is amazing. Mm. Um. Getting Jay. the crew together too, man. Got lead. Mm. Big super chat says, uh, everybody loves the acclaim. Do you have a favorite rap intro? Mine is still the tag match against Mox and Eddie Kingston from beginning to end with the Mox interrupt still makes me laugh to this day. Uh, a favorite. <sighs> See, I'm more into Caster's original songs about matches than I am into the, uh, the raps coming down to the ring because I feel mm-hmm. like 
I still, to this day, when I'm bored, will listen to Buck Hunt. I still think that that was like just a great single track that mm-hmm. the acclaimed had done about the Young Bucks. That was a yeah. good one. Um, the one about Eddie Kingston, the talk, talk, y'all, all y'all all do talk. Is talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one was good too. Um, I like the original tracks a lot, and the fact that they got to do one about the Gun Club this week uh, was a reminder of how much that stuff. Uh, helped get the entire act over it, and I hope they do continue to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite intro, other than that one, where with the with the oral sessions bar in there, which is <laughs> which is crazy. I, I think the one where he came back and he did the intro when they the first show they came back in front of the double or nothing crowd, and you can see how over they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of my favorite ones too. Uh-huh. Yeah, shout out to oh, the yeah. claim. Yeah. Love the acclaimed. Love Max Caster. Love Anthony Bowens. Glad they're doing the thing. Nathan says Nas and Wu Tang are at Tinley Park the Friday before All Out. Just saying. Tinley. Hmm. My dad lives out in Tinley. There's a lot of wrestling. Uh, GCW Is and really them just happening. Because to... if so, that's the Friday. Yeah, GCW and them just announced like a mini collective too. There's like Effie, Big, Effie's Big Gay Brunch is going on. They'll have some shows. That's, and yeah. then there's also uh, Black Wrestlers Matter. Yeah, we need to get some more Matter. Black Wrestlers Matter stuff on here before that. Yeah, to that put is that show definitely in sure. the plans. Uh, Black Wrestlers Matter is that Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Warrior Wrestling probably has some or have something going on too. They're always. I don't think they do actually. I think I think it's mostly GCW. I know there's an AAW show on Thursday. Oh, okay. Let's go. Shout out to our dude Caden. He says I'll be at All Out and Grand Slam, so hopefully I see y'all there. So many clowns in the news this week, but f around and find out was finally proven. Uh, (laughs) what you talking about, B? (laughs) Some people be jumping out the window. Jumping out the window, boy. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh, Trying to figure out what the last one... What was the last Humper I read? Um, oh, I got it now. Okay, uh, we got this one from Orion Ben. It says, given what happened to Liz... Um, Probably Liv. Liv, yeah. Probably and seeing live. what has happened to some of our favorite babyface champs, uh, Grap City Sue Slayers, what <laughs> are your worst memorable babyface bookings in uh, wrestling? See, Ooh. Will, I remembered my question for once. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's Co- a good question. Co- Kofi getting squashed by four. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's Kofi still is just, number like, one. Burns me up every time oh, I think about God, it. Oh, God. That just grinds my gears. Because um, he looked great last night, by the way. I mean, I think I think Big E, uh, like, yeah. I, I was having trouble throughout <laughs> awesome. his, I was having trouble throughout his whole run. But again, this Liv is really helping my case for what I was talking about with Money in the Bank, right? right. Where I felt like, look, man, you guys have not gotten it right with baby faces in the Money in the Bank, and uh, this is just another case. I will say, um, I've been a big Moxley fan for a long time. Uh, and I was really supportive of his title reign, and I'm of the belief that there's nothing that will uh, sideline somebody's run worse than a feud with Dolph Ziggler. Ooh. And uh, for some reason, they were like, hey, fresh off of beating both members of the Shield, 
Dolph Ziggler for Mm-mm. for you. And it was like, okay, you're trying to tell us this brain doesn't. I matter. love Dolph Ziggler, but I hope we're out of that with Triple yeah. H being in charge. I hate Dolph Ziggler being that like, oh yeah, did you guys forget about me type guy? It's always like, no, we did forget about you, and we don't <laughs> want to see it again. Yo, him coming out and screaming, it should have been me at Kofi. It's still really funny to me. It's one <laughs> no, of those things right? that's not supposed to be good, but every time I think about it, I laugh to myself. Um, and it's it's definitely one of those memeable things that I've applied to other things. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, are you kidding me? Uh, I see that meme every single time I see uh, any fine woman in media with her man. And then in the comments, I immediately just see Dolph Ziggler. It just says, yeah. it should have been me. It should have mm-hmm. been me. <laughs> uh let's see Delo says uh what is up fellas here to see phil pop off champagne what's up Delo? um why yeah. are you popping champagne phil what you did because i tweeted before smackdown started that I, I said it i was like yo when uh when they uh when they start hitting the lip syncing again and the smoke starts coming up again it's it's, it's spooky hours here man because uh <laughs> they are about to <laughs> they're about to push across uh, to the moon and as soon as it happened on on, on on Friday night, I was like, I, I knew it. It happened faster mm-hmm. than I thought. Killer. Killer. Uh, shout out Van Twinblade. He says, uh, so tickets went up for the next Glory Pro show last week. And just the other day, St. Louis versus the World 2 was announced for October 22nd. Pageant tickets are 30 bucks for standing room and 40 bucks for a balcony seat. Shout out to Van Twinblade. Shout out to yeah. Glory Pro. I'm sure that'll be a great show. Everybody Always love Van Twinblade yeah. giving us the updates. Um, and let's see <laughs> what else we got. Sorry about my cough this week, folks. Uh, I am trying and uh, unfortunately dying. Coffee! Uh, we got Raj says, um, hello, I messaged y'all. Uh, no. Uh, he says, <laughs> no. I messaged y'all a while ago. Uh, like giving about, up $3 or yeah. something? <laughs> he said, um, he says a while ago about <laughs> remaining sober. I still am. But I am getting evicted, LOL. Just want to say thank Will, Phil, and Reg for being the three wrestling friends I wish I had. Oh, thank shout you. out to Raj. Thank you for listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate you, man. My bad for it. This, that was already yeah, that was so a bad time for us to, to, to make a joke. I'm very sorry about that. But, yeah. but no, nah, man. We appreciate you, bro. Yeah. He says, P.S. I'm a writer working on a trilogy. I uh, want y'all to do the audiobook. Oh, that would be fun. That would be uh, so fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I he started says, slowly working on so like a, what could be a book. It's the slowest motion ever. One day it'll happen. It'll be cool. I want to say it out loud so it actually happens. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't read the next one. Um, but thank you for the next one. What, uh, what is it? What is it? Put it in the private. Silly, 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 silly uh, me. I mean, you guys gonna watch the uh, the show tonight? Battle of the Belts. Yeah, watch that. We'll uh, probably look at the might, spoilers. Might be uh, Jamie Jamie Hater agenda time, buddy. Mm, hot shit. I'm into it. I, lo- um, I love. I've not you only know? seen the spoilers. I know like all of the the backstage like drama. Around oh it. God. Uh, So that's been, th- there's there's stuff. Uh, but I'll leave that for somebody else to report. Um, mm-hmm. the... <laughs> Sean Ross do it. The sap. SRS. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the... uh, Can't read hey, that man. part. Definitely. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we know what the agenda is around here, but <laughs> uh, let's see. The uh, we got one from Rashad. It says, first time sending a humper chat. I uh, hope you guys are doing well today. Question. Why does Rey Mysterio get disrespected the way he does in WWE? I'm biased because uh, since he's my wrestling goat, but every time I look over, there's something dumb happening with him. Um, I'm hoping that the... It's Dominic. The, the new regime kind of changes <laughs> things, but Vince was always intent on Rey looking like a child. Yes. Um, and He never got over his height. Like, as no. much as even if he was... He never, ever got over his height. Yeah, he couldn't. Look at him. He's small. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Ray Jr. is the best cruiser, cruiserweight of all time. But all now time. I think it's like a lot of people hate Dominic so much that they don't want to see yeah. Ray. Because nope. if you see Ray, then you have to see Dominic. Nobody hates Dominic more than Rhea Ripley. Rhea annihilates this dude on sight now. <laughs> I don't know what to But a lot of people want to be Dominic in that situation because they're freaks. Uh, and so last note I wanted to talk about was there's been a whole lot of talk this week about the doom and gloom around Warner Media, or specifically Warner Brothers oh, Discovery, yeah, right? yeah, it's weird over uh, there. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that stuff um, and what this could mean for a future deal with AEW. And, uh, of course, I've been analyzing, also asked around, and I'll say this. Uh, I think people are kind of looking at it from the wrong angle. Because they're seeing the cancellations from uh, left and right for in-house Warner Media shows, and are immediately like, "Oh, this doesn't look good for uh, AEW." Matter of fact, um, Dave Meltzer pretty much did a whole uh, show about um, pretty much saying this, this doesn't look good. Uh, this is reminiscent of WCW. I need people to stop making the WCW comparison. Mm. It's not reminiscent of WCW in any mm. way, it's shape, not, or not form. And the reason it's not reminiscent of WCW is because WCW was owned by Time Warner. Right. They were, uh, when the AOL merger happened, AOL Time Warner took a look at the books. And the thing was, WCW, for all of its success, the thing that WCW never had was a TV deal. The reason they never had a TV deal is because they didn't need a TV deal because they were owned by the company that owned the TV networks. WCW was pretty much an entire expenditure from Time Warner and then subsequently AOL Time Warner when the merger happened. So when Time Warner looked at the books after the merger and were looking at things to cut, the first thing they noticed was Look at these fucking contracts. Mm -hmm. What the hell are we paying Hulk Hogan? Who the hell is Bill Goldberg? <laughs> like, <laughs> look at what all, what we are paying all of these guys. Like, we are on the hook for every single wrestler that they have signed these massive contracts. For. $3 million, they, $4 they million. Signed, well, not just that. They signed them guaranteed contracts, right? Mm -hmm. We're like, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash especially had to be the highest paid guy on the roster. And so then Kevin Nash would then turn around and get these other guys raises because mm -hmm. it got him a raise, right? Like, these guys were gaming Ted Turner and making all this money. Yes, boy. And Man. so they were just draining money out of Time Warner. AEW is not owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. I mm -hmm. think um, Brandon Thurston has talked about the possibility of them owning a percentage of it. But for the most part, the talent is all paid out of Tony's pocket and out of AEW's pocket. Mm -hmm. 
the only thing Warner Brothers Discovery is on the hook for when it comes to AEW is paying to air the show. They pay, they have a TV deal. They pay for Dynamite, Rampage, that's it. When you look at what they're up to right now in gutting all of this programming, they haven't touched any licenses because mm-hmm. that's what AEW is. It's a licensed deal between um, Warner Brothers Discovery and AEW. What they're cutting right now, and again, I have problems with the stuff they're cutting, uh, and that you know you, they finished the Batgirl movie and just cut it, Scoop, mm-hmm. all that shit. They are canceling some shit that people <laughs> were. Scoop. Uh, mm-hmm. They they're canceling shit that people were into, that people were excited about. People were excited for Scoop. Uh, maybe not Scoop, but um, <laughs> but Batgirl was one that people were interested in. Like it was a you it was gonna have a Michael Keaton Michael appearance Keaton. in it as Batman. Like mm-hmm. that was gonna be really cool. Now the stuff they're cutting, the the shows from HBO Max. This is all stuff that they're producing in house. This is stuff that Warner Brothers and subsequently Warner Brothers Discovery is on the hook for, not just for the show. They're on the hook for the staff. They're on the hook for production. If something goes over budget, that's on them. Whereas. It's a pretty standard licensing deal between AEW and Warner Brothers Discovery. It is, we pay you, you produce the show. How you produce the show? Up to you. How much mm-hmm. money you spend on the show? Up to you. Who you put on the show? Up to you. We simply pay you for the show and you deliver. That's a licensing deal. That's actually something that's more ideal to the company. Because you look at Netflix, right? Netflix made all their money off of license deals. Netflix when they first came about, were simply paying studios left and right for their content, air it on Netflix, wash your hands of it, and that's it, and make money. And then Netflix got in the game of making their own content, which was a good but misguided idea because it was like they needed to make their own content because they needed to own some of the libraries because you don't necessarily want to be at the mercy of content you're licensing because somebody could come along and swoop up the license it kept happening to them right where the office was one of the main reasons a lot of people had netflix right and then here comes peacock Peacock. swoops up the license and now what netflix is left without it so netflix figured producing their own content was the better idea but that ended up it putting wasn't. them so far financially <laughs> in the hole because the content was successful. Orange is the New Black was successful. Um, Stranger Things is a massive hit, right? But <laughs> they also had a shit ton of flops. And the uh, the money being put into producing their own content did not outweigh or did not make up nearly as much as the the money they were spending simply on licensing content. When you look at what's been a better deal for Warner Brothers Discovery, which is they spent a billion dollars for Big Bang Theory. A billion Ooh. fucking dollars. Ooh, for, a show that, for a show that ended. Mm. Uh, they spent a billion dollars for that for show. For some reruns. Crazy. But the return on that getting all of those viewers to come watch a show that they that Warner Brothers Discovery literally has doesn't even have to think about. It's just there. It's done. Uh, and people and, are going to continue to watch it. And forever, people are going to continue to watch the time. it. And that's where I feel AEW falls for them. Where mm-hmm. I don't think they're as concerned about a whole lot of for AEW other than are people watching it? Are there advertisers? Uh, and Therefore, are we getting a return on our investment? Now, 
a return on their investment in AEW is not the same as a return on their investment in WCW. Their investment in WCW was in the roster. It mm-hmm. was in the production. It was in the travel. It was in every single aspect of it. The only investment Warner Brothers Discovery has in AEW is in the show itself, is in Dynamite. And all they care about is, is the show airing? Is there right. a new episode? And did people watch it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. It's it's a licensed deal. I don't think it's the same thing as worrying about their in-house content and the stuff that they're cutting left and right. I think, if anything, my bet, and this is just me personally, my bet is that we actually see more licensed content from uh, Warner Brothers Discovery going forward and not less. I mm. think that if they want to start to fill the gaps from shows that they're canceling, I think they're going to fill it with stuff from other companies. Right. Because yeah. at that point, they're not on the hook for anything mm-hmm. except did you produce a show? Are people watching it? We're cool. good. Hands off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so uh, they're asking in the chat, would Discovery take a chance on ROH then? That's the thing. I kind of feel like they could, right? Because, mm-hmm. again, that's content that they can just pay for and be done with. Uh, and your job is simply to produce an audience. You guys produce the content. You guys worry about the budget. You guys worry about everything that that show is going to cost. All we're simply going to do is pay you to produce it. And that's it. I think we see more licensed content for Warner Brothers Discovery. That's my thought. Mm. Um, But uh, as far as new content is concerned out of Warner Brothers Discovery, yeah, they – HBO Max was essentially them trying to kind of do the same Netflix thing, and they're kind of ending up in the same Netflix position of, shit, we spent a lot of money producing new content, and we necessarily get a return on the new content we produced. Yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Uh, I take a le- I, I take a little bit of a different approach. Um, I know I, I've seen Brandon Thurston. He's also um, he still predicts that they get a four times rights increase um, just based on the value of the show. Uh, I've seen people kind of arguing, well, you know, it's it's down in viewership from last year, but uh, the year before. But the problem is last year was up from the year before, so this is still the second most viewed year of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we just have to see. We have to see where it goes. Um, but I actually still feel pretty good about their chances with Warner Brothers Discovery. And uh, based on what they're trying to do with their content, I think licensed content probably has a better chance on the networks than the in-house stuff does. Yeah. If they were producing Dynamite, that's a different story. But they're right. not. Yeah. I... I... I haven't looked at a lot of the conversation around it, but I do think that fans need to chill out on thinking that they are a, a marketing exec or that they understand <laughs> what a lot of these numbers mean. Cause they don't, they, they just look at the numbers and they look at what some podcaster somewhere said. And they're like, yeah, that's right. Uh, this it's over for those guys. It's boom and doom. And it's like, well, good. Yeah. Some podcaster just said something different. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. In your face. Um, and hey, uh, Shauna says, and hey guys, FYI today it was announced HBO Max and Discovery Plus are merging. Yeah, mm. uh, so we did see that. They said 2023. Um, I've heard some rumors about what the name is going to be. Uh, but again, uh, as far as what the original content on that stuff is going to be, 
I think they pay more outside studios for content, and that's good for AEW because they. Can I know my homie Guy Fieri is going to get a big bag over there. Because I, I think <laughs> AEW can just sit up and go, well, we have a lot of original content. Matter of fact, yeah, we just bought a company with twenty years worth of original mm-hmm. content. So, you need hey. some shit on your network. Yeah, I don't know. I I just... I like HBO Max as as is, uh, but I definitely understand. Because that's what corp- corporations do. They come in and go, all right, well, what are we spending money on? All right, what is what is our profits and losses on this? All right, maybe we don't need to invest all this money into this if that's what we're getting in return. Um, and I see James Jones says, you can't hope for more money because you already know they want higher numbers. I'm just being realistic. Um, I mean, again, you have to know what their expectations for the numbers are. Um, because the at the moment... AEW is what's a fucking steal. They, mm-hmm. for what AEW is producing for TNT and subsequently TBS, um, they kind of got away with robbery. Uh, but at the same time, it was an unproven uh, it was an unproven thing. So they didn't know what it was going to be, and so therefore they paid kind of what was reasonably um, conservative, right? But it's like now that they've kind of had. Uh, consistency they can kind of look at the overall market see what the overall market values these things at and say well actually this is what it's more so worth and they know that and everybody's known that pretty much for the last like two years uh so uh i think it is kind of uh oh yeah and they're saying that but you know the roh stuff for the 2000s uh the production is atrocious oh yeah uh trust me Ring of Honor DVDs were were was a thing, and oh man, uh, just it's fine. <laughs> I, it'll work it, out. It, it'll work. I think the Sinclair stuff will look a whole lot better. Yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely some of that early Ring of Honor stuff. They may just have to put that in like best ofs and compilations and things like that. Because mm-hmm. also, there's a lot of music in there that they did not have the rights to. That they were exactly. just like, eh, it's Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, so anyway, folks, this has been Grapsity. I love you guys. I really do. Uh, and any theories on the All Elite Women trademark? Is that one of those things we'd have to say for Ask Grapsity? I feel yeah, like it is. Because you have uh, a little <laughs> bit more than theories, I'm sure. <laughs> we talked about it. You, you and I, we, we talked about, we, we talked mm-hmm. about it. So, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we're prepared to put that out into the world. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either way, folks, um, and Kaden, did you send a second super chat? Cause I read your first one. What is uh, it? The, well, Kaden said he thought a super chat got missed. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, Voyeur really booked Tessa. Hey man, sometimes you gotta buy a Tesla, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Interesting choices. A company uh, over here in the Bay booked her too and then unbooked her when I retweeted it. So yeah, oh yeah, they, just, they deleted that tweet quick fast, buddy. That was gone. Um I mean uh, look, the thing is Tessa's unfortunately going to get booked. I I don't understand why Tessa won't just apologize and move right. on. I just don't still hasn't. She's still, she's still denying it not. ever happened. And so yeah, I mean, so no, no, apologizing no. would be admitting it happened and uh she's not gonna touch that. Uh, the, uh, I guess last thing is, uh, stay tuned for more announcements because, uh, I will tell you, your boy 
loves podcasting. And <laughs> I've always... <laughs> I don't uh, know why I've, that was funny. I've always got more in the bag. As I mentioned, uh, moving up with Day After Dynamite and then uh, some other stuff. We, are, we already announced another podcast. I kind of hinted at another one on my Twitter. I suppose if you were paying attention there, you kind of already kind of figured out what it is. But there's some cool stuff coming. So I'm yes. excited. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep podcasting. But the home base is always going to be Grapsity right yeah. here. Saturdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. YouTube.com slash Fightful. Philip Lindsay's here. Righteous Reg is here. I'm William Washington. We will see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.